Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Press Box. Happy 2024. The gang's all here. We're not about to listen. As much as I want to talk about welcome back, fellas, and get into it and all of that, it's time to set the tone. The NFL playoffs was crazy. Every underdog is looking like a juggernaut, it seems like. And let's just set the tone with one of the biggest upsets of the weekend. The Cowboys, fellas. First of all, one of the, in my opinion, boys, worst loss, worst playoff loss of their tenure as an organization. The Cowboys okay. get upset by the Green Bay Packers at home. What are the next steps for the Cowboys going forward? And what changes need to be made? So, since Trent was last year's champion to end this show, we'll let Trent kick off the new season. Oh! Up in hand. <laughs> the spinner U.S. built oh, yeah. Raider. Okay. Oh yeah. Hey, so, uh, the champ, the champ is here, the former champion. So I think it's only right that he's kicked the show off. Trent, what do you make of the Cowboys versus the, the Packers? And what is Jerry Jones in that front office gonna do going forward? What's it like, bro? Like, of course, me and you were we was actually trying to give them a little bit of optimism. We tried it, even though we know the Cowboys is they they do all this and then they just fold. So I mean. I'm not going to lie. I think it's to the point, bro. I think Dakota got to go. I think Dak might have to go. Like, you keep having these top offenses. You keep having these. I don't, they, how many winning seasons they got? They got so many winning seasons, and then they just they can't get over the hump. Maybe yeah. you might have to try to make a blockbuster trade, go do something, because it feels like once we get into the moment, he just choked. This is, this is his best year of his career. I think probably by far. And then you throw two pick sixes or, or something like that. Just playing dog or like how you how he look all the time. <laughs> so I think like as long like like what G Baby said, bro. As long as Jerry Jones is there, bro, them Cowboys, man, them, they curse, bro. They curse. So, I don't. I don't. I don't. I think Dakota got to go, bro. That's fine for. I think Dakota so, might have to go. So G Baby, since he messaged you, piggyback off that, bro. Look, all I'm gonna say is this: what I'm about to say is gonna be a trend throughout this entire show. But I don't care about your twelve. I don't care that you won the division. I don't care that you've won double-digit games since you've been the head coach. I don't because, one, your organization in history, even though it ain't won since 1997 or whatever it was, your organization in history is about championships. You came here knowing it's about championships. You guys had a roster. I had people, even though he got hurt this year, I had people telling me Trayvon Diggs was top five. I had people telling me Stephon Gilmore was like that. We had people on this platform tell us Michael Parsons is going to be the next Aaron Donald. So you got the roster. You got the personnel. Offensively, CeeDee Lamb. But hooping until he got to Jair. Hooping, though. Balling top 10 receiver. Mike McCarthy fired Kellen Moore because he wanted to run the ball more and ended up running the ball less than what Kellen Moore did. <laughs> How many more excuses can we find? And not only not only that, you let Jordan Love, who has been balling the second half of the season, found his groove. Because I'm very much a, it's not about how you start, it's how you finish kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Ball in the second half of the season. Y'all let him go into Jerry's world? And look like the next Aaron Rodgers? Like, don't get me wrong. The I saw the Cowboys blow a 20 21-point lead 
to Matt Flynn back in the day. So I know that I know the Packers own them. However, that's despicable. That's despicable. Again, I like I said to start this statement. A lot of the, we're gonna see this trend going on throughout the whole show. All of these teams that got blown out, specifically blown out, every team that got blown out were all their weaknesses that they were showing in the regular season all got highlighted. The only teams that didn't get blown out, believe it or not, was the Rams and the Lions. And they was actually both trending in the right direction coming into the playoffs. Cowboys. Well, well, I'll get to the other teams later, but Cowboys, y'all was y'all was kind of looking a little iffy when you got here. You was looking a little iffy when you got here. Then you get there. Now, I thought they would lose. I never believed in them. I always thought they would lose. Like that, though, game? Like that? Like, think about this. Dak Prescott had his best season, like Trent said, and his worst playoff performance. Like that, like... You can't make this up. I know Stephen A was a meme about it. I know he has that little jingle and everything. But that's one of the few things he stays spot on with. Like, you can't make this up. How do you do all of this? And let's be real. Even though I like what the Packers are doing, uh, LaFleur is showing that he's actually wasn't just the Aaron Rodgers merchant. He's actually showing to be a quality coach. Bro, there's no way. Stephon Gilmore, you can't cook like that game. There's no way you can't cook like like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no way you're getting cooked like you got burned twice. Which is lazy, like literally just being lazy. And my goodness, do NFL players not just forget how to tackle once they get there? Like, do secondary NFL players just forget the aspect of tackling? Because it's ridiculous. All day can't tackle. Oh, last thing I'm gonna say. Shout out El Paso, Texas. Aaron Jones, El Paso, mm. Texas legend. 915, we repping El Paso, man. Way to oh, do that to me. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. You don't understand. People don't make it from El Paso. Okay? People don't make it from El Paso. Go ahead, Lonnie. Go ahead, Lonnie. Go ahead, Lonnie. Go ahead, Lonnie. You know, Trent Trent almost had me fooled because <laughs> the way he was talking about Dak all year. Because I thought I was tripping for a while. Even though, like, because he was balling on the Panthers. He was balling on the Chargers. Because when I was saying, like, oh, maybe trade for Kyler, y'all were acting like I was crazy. Now that don't look so bad. Now that don't look so – I think Kyler on that team. But when it comes to that game, like, they show that their run defense is trash. Like, they really need – they need to run back. <laughs> that run defense is trash. Now, Aaron Jones was leading the league in rushing the last, like, three games, so he was on a roll. But that don't – that that still doesn't make up for, like, what actually happened that game. That was – Dak, like I, I care about what you do when the moments matter, not just the play when the moments matter. When the moments matter, hold on, hold on, Lonnie, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo. What's happening, fellas? Yo, 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 yeah, yeah. Come on now, come on, brother. My communication, just communication, though. You gotta communicate. Communication. You have my you. phone number. Communication. Come on, let's. Let's let's just nip it in the bud right now. You dig? Just communication. We gonna uh, yes, sir. We don't gotta apologize. Just communication. Lonnie, finish up. No, so I was saying like, no, that run defense, like the way that they were playing. Also, Darren, like next year, Darren Bland and Trevon Diggs. If if I'm not if, if I'm not coordinator on the team, I'm scared. But if I'm my if I'm Dan if Dan Quinn stays, I'm also scared because one drive they might get a pick six. The other drive, the next three drives are gonna get blown out. So. The whole de- Dan Quinn, I feel like, needs to go at this point. 
McCarthy needs to go. They need new linebackers. They need a decent defensive tackle. And Demarcus Lawrence is only going to get older, so he might they might need to get another pass rusher too. But, hey, this might sound crazy, but if they really want to start over, I say trade Dak, maybe a few firsts. Maybe go get Caleb. I'm just saying. You don't have to. I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Randy. Random, go ahead. This that that game was the kind of game where Jerry Jones like pulls a hip throwing punching airs because <laughs> throw throw the game away, throw throw the throw the coaches away, throw the stadium away, throw the film away, throw the fans away. It was J Rob, you said it. This is the maybe the worst playoff loss in the entirety of the Dallas Cowboys history. And I got two stats for y'all. Two stats for y'all. Since AT&T Stadium opened, the Green Bay Packers are undefeated in AT&T Stadium. Whether it's Matt Flynn, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Jordan Love, hell, Baba, throw a goddamn Packer jersey, y'all. Get on out there and beat them, too. <laughs> this is the Cowboys. Look, look at it. Look at this. The, the Green Bay Packers are 8-0. and Against the Cowboys <laughs> in AT&T Stadium. They are 3-0 and in the playoffs <laughs> in AT&T Stadium. That's more than the Cowboys w. got since, uh, they, since uh, they built that giant uh, TV screen up there. Uh, uh, they call that Jerry World? They call it Jerry World. And this is one of those. World. Lambo yeah. World. Lambo <laughs> World. Lambo World. Lambo too. This is one of those kind of, this is one of those kind of losses where Jerry Jones, you need to look at yourself and really ask yourself some honest questions. You think Jim Harbaugh coming to coach this team? No, because you there. You think Bill Belichick coming to coach this team? No, because you there. You think Mike Vrabel going to come coach this team? No, because you're there. You can pick all the great players you want. And Michael Parsons, I'm still waiting for your podcast, by the way. Cause hey, it's easy to talk bad about Brock Purdy when you at when you at the crib. Cause guess yeah. what, Jordan Love yeah. was out there looking like Aaron Rodgers. Like people was getting so wide open, like to the point where I, I'm a receiver and I was insulted by the defense that they played yesterday. I was insulted because that's oh, or, or Sunday because that's rude. And how are you? And then guess what, Packers, uh, Cowboys fans. Jerry Jones gonna sell you the same thing the next year. Well, guess what? It's gonna be week three. Y'all just beat the Giants, and you're gonna be like, "This is our year again." And that's, that's why I fought. Who would Jordan Love like back. again? This, this, hold on. Let me finish this. And I'm gonna stop. That's why I fought back against you when you and uh, when Trent and J. Rob were like the Four Niners are the are the California Cowboys. Them California Cowboys are. ain't losing like that. Oh no! They, oh wait, wait, wait! They still are. Let's not let's, let's, not, no, let's no, not get no, into no, a whole no, change no, of subject. Let's not get into a whole change. No, 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 so no, no, no. This, this so let's just I'm finish saying. your. Please finish your point. So okay, so point. so that's why I'm saying, throw everything away and start over. Trade Dak. Chicago's kind of dumb enough to maybe do it because they've done they've done something dumb before. Trade Dak. Get a whole new coaching staff. Jerry Jones hired GM. Bro, you 75. You don't need this kind of stress in your life. I don't know. Just start over. Start over. You still gonna make money. Start over. Can I can I say Start one over. thing? Go ahead, King. This Man. Is your show. You know, I'm just a host, bro. I'm gonna just give it right back to y'all. <laughs> man. <laughs> I just want to start off by saying, look at God, man. 
Because in the midst of all the suffering I was going through, Nick Saban left, Isaiah Bonds left, Caleb Downs leaving, the Dolphins. Oh, did y'all see how Tyreek Hill got jammed in the second quarter? That's like, I, saw that. I, saw that. I said, bro, he went for Cancun, he said. and he got jammed. I couldn't. I was just like, wow. Cowboy fans post me all on their page. Ha, ha, ha. ha laugh and point at me. I was like, bro, y'all still got a game to play. 48-16. And then guess what Cowboy fans do? They leave group chats. They block you. They don't answer no calls. Mm. They, they were you. who we thought they were 31 years ago. Them rings looking a little bit more rusty. Every mm. year they bring it up. What Cowboy fans bring up the Giants? We got more rings here. We got the most rings in the NFC East. Them rings is getting a lot more rusty. Years and years go by. I'm going to let you know. The first step into making that team good, check Jerry Jones into a retirement home ASAP. Mm-hmm. To, to yesterday, y'all should have did that mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Check him into a retirement home, put him in a dementia ward, let his son Stephen Jones run the team because listen, he saved that franchise in 2014 or 2012, something like that. They was about to get Johnny Manziel, and he made them get Zach Martin. Saved a whole, whole franchise with just that one pick. Let him call the shots. Get rid of Dak because what is he making? Thirty-eight million, thirty-seven million. Bama, he up not, I thought he was scheduled to make sixty. To be up too. Bama, he's up fifty. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's scheduled to make sixty. That's what everybody keeps talking about. He's, he's scheduled for, to get sixty. He's up for oh. another extension, Bama. So that's is he why a fr- they, that's why they want to spread the money. Is he a free agent? Is he a free agent this year? I think year? it's no, free next year. I, I think he is a free agent next year, but you want to get the extension. But you're, done. yeah, you're either gonna extend him or trade him this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, play yeah. Trey Lance. Get, you know? get get rid of that. <laughs> Stop drafting all these irrelevant <laughs> draft picks. Dan Quinn got to go because him versus the Niners. I. I have no clue. I I really have no clue why. I mean, not the Niners, but the but the Packers. Dan Quinn versus the Packers is just. I have no clue what's wrong with that dude. So yeah, start with all those. But I say the number one thing: check Jerry Jones into a retirement home. Sierra Oaks, nice. They got nice people over there. You look holy into smoke! Holy smokes! That was hey, awesome. Hey, Rodell, look at go God, ahead. man. Look at what God did for Bama. Rodell, go ahead, man. Um, as y'all could tell. Special occasion. Press box is back. 2024. We dress to impress. It's only on occasion, so don't worry about me seeing. In a suit. Good. You know what I'm that saying? <laughs> I, I will say this for the Packers and Cowboys game. The Packers, I do want to give some credit. Um, I've always liked Jaden Reed. Romeo Dobbs, I ju- he just needed the opportunity, and he went absolutely crazy. So shout out to that receiving core moving forward. It's a really talented core. And it's, I don't even talk about uh, Deontay Wicks and the two rookie tight ends. Like, really, really good weapons. And shout out Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. He impressed me. Mm-hmm. I'm stamping him. He impressed me. So, with that said, the Cowboys, they told me to trust the Cowboys. They told me to trust <laughs> Dak Prescott. I've been on this timing from week one that this team, by the time the playoffs, we know what to expect. And I think I'm getting – to understand what's going on. They have the talent. 
y'all brought up a lot of great things. They have the talent. The problem, the problem is that once they get in the playoffs and that star is on their helmet, their confidence drops. They're worried about every single thing. That's what Dak Prescott looked to me. He didn't feel like that confident guy in the regular season beating up on terrible teams. He looked like, man, if I make a mistake, they're going to kill me in the media. That's what it looked like. That defense with Micah Parsons, he, you know, he was chatting a lot. Random was talking about it on his podcast. He was talking a lot of smack. But when the uh, lights get brightest, he folded. And, of course, I don't want to do this, but CeeDee Lamb. Best receiver in football. Nasty drops. Nasty drops. So the problem with the Cowboys is that light is too bright for anybody that wears a star. What do you do? Jerry Jones got to get out of here, bro. He's putting too much pressure on this team. You need to get him out of here. He needs to stop talking to the media and then just make it seem like it's a different team moving forward. Because this star is never winning a championship. This is barely making it to the conference championship. It, it's it's a wrap. It's a and wrap. I expected it. So it is what I it like is. Jalen. All right, let's let's bring some sense into this real quick. <laughs> you can understand, you know, it's real cute. The whole cowboys going to cowboy. They always fail in the bright lights. I get that. It's, it's very true, 100 percent But we gotta That's get to the facts and sensitive. Yeah, I know, but we gotta get to the facts here too and think about it. This offense was the best offense in the league, definitely a top three offense in the league. This defense, bad game, top three defense in the league. Some people say the best. We'll say top three defense in the league. When you have that much talent, you don't blow it up. You don't rebuild. The pieces are there. What this game was simply, when you have that much talent and you fall short to this level, is a lack of leadership. That's the problem with this team. So the fact that the coaching change needs to happen is 100% what needs to happen. The coach has got to go. A new, a new coaching regime got to get in there. Two. In terms of a player to add, when you give up, when you give up those early touchdowns like these guys did, and you get down, but when you're down two touchdowns, when you're down three touchdowns, you need a guy like almost like like a Ray Lewis, Troy Polamalu, a JJ Watt, a guy just call a timeout, get the team, guys. We that team, we gonna win this. We can still get down. No one did that for them. Parsons is still young. Gilmore was not that guy. They have the talent. They don't have a guy to when things go rough, a guy to make a play for them. That was there. Same in the offense, Ben. Tony Pollard's great. Dak Prescott is still a good quarterback. C.D. Lamb is still him. They need a guy to make a play. C.D. couldn't mm. make that play. Mm -hmm. This game, I when they were so down a couple touchdowns, was one touchdown away from let's get the confidence up that one guy can really bring it back up. That's the difference between these great players like we see, whether it's the Bradys, when they were down, what when they were down against the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. He was that guy. You know what? We ain't going to lose. Let, uh, he ain't going to lose. Go. And he made a play, and his teammates rocked with him. So what the problem with the whole the whole problem with one Jerry Jones not going away. We don't love to see. Do I agree with you? Jerry Jones needs to go. Yes, but we understand who Jerry Jones is. He's not leaving. He loves the cameras. He loves this team. He's going to be running the show. <laughs> in terms of and in terms of training Dak Prescott, look I, again. Great to say, but are you really going to get a quarterback that's going to be better than Dak Prescott when you have this much talent? Again, it's not a rebuild. You still have a window to win championships. You still have that window. So again, the Kyler Murray thing, I, you know, that's cool. I get it. I think it would be cool, you know, see what he can do. But it's not a guarantee. You, you don't know what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. I don't even know if people want Dak Prescott like that. You may be in a situation where what you're able to get for him is not what he's worth. Whether you like him or not, he still had a quality MVP caliber season this year. And you're not going to get the return for him that you need. So what needs to happen is you're going to rock with the kind of this core 
but bring in a couple pieces. Remember when the Broncos lost that Super Bowl, like 50 to 30, whatever it was against the Seahawks? We understood the talent was there offensively with Peyton Manning and the boys. They, 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 fixed, they fixed that defense. They got the new coach in there, and they ran it back. They won themselves the championship. You get some coaches in there. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm not wait, 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 don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. Okay, don't interrupt yeah. him. Go you ahead. You get a coach in there who you know, maybe has Super Bowl shit. Maybe won a Super Bowl. That'd be great. But get a coach in there who understands winning. Get a good get 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 the coaching staff right and get one or two key guys on the defense on the defense side of our offense. It's a guy who's going to make that play and be a leader on the field because the talent that they have is too good to give up on. You're not blowing up this team. You're not rebuilding. That that's just ridiculous. Go ahead, Bama. Before early go early, we're gonna let you go, Bama. Go ahead. What you want to say? So so I just got a quick question to rebuttal that because it sounds good and you're looking pretty strong, brother. I I see you over there in the weight room. Hey, shouts out. Um. But my question to you, wasn't Jason Garrett and um, Rod Marinelli, they had like a 12-4 and season up in there, 13-3 and seasons up in there, and guess what they did? Smoked the playoffs. (laughs) Then they tried to go with – What Wasn't it Bill Parcells a second time right before them? And wasn't it Rob Ryan? And guess what happened? Tripped up, grabbed him right at Mm – Choke. So Mm -hmm. it – the Cowboys have shown you since Jerry Bartholomew Jones have taken over, no matter who's doing. the coach. That's crazy. They gonna forever <laughs> choke, bro. So that's oh Wade Phillips. That's what it, it was. It, that's what it right. Duke appreciate you. It was Wade Phillips. Yes, it was Wade Phillips with Demarcus Ware and all them, bro. They had like a thirteen and three season up in there, bro. Joe in a playoff game. No, they had like eleven pro bowlers. They had like eleven pro bowlers on defense. Yeah, you choke against them giants. You got you got that talent. So again, you're missing show three leadership. different coaches. We showed three different coaches. I want early to go though. And then, and then yeah, we know what Mike McCarthy was. Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. is a puppet. He's a puppet. <laughs> so now you're finna use him as a scapegoat again and say, "Oh, it's the co- it's not the coach." We know who's the. Co- we said he was a puppet when he got the job. So now you can't put the coach on the. You can't put the blame on the coach when when we initially we hired him. We said he was a puppet. So we got to point the fever- finger at the puppeteer, which is Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jerry Jones, go ahead early. Go ahead early. Uh. Apologize for being late, fellas. Let me say this. Hey, guys, we're back. Press box. Did you miss me? Listen, um, <laughs> let me say this. You know, only one here that really talks facts. Um, at the end of the day, they are who we thought they were in the words of Dennis Green. Um, I remember a time when I was told the Cowboys was legit. Um, I remember a time where I was told Jordan Love is the legit quarterback. Random. And all comes true in the end, you know. Who he who lasts, lasts, lasts the loudest. Now, the thing about the Cowboys is so funny is that it don't matter who you get there. Y'all keep saying, y'all say, it don't matter who you get there. You think Bill Belichick coming in with Jerry Jones? You think Nick Saban coming in? Who, I don't care if Jesus came to the Cowboys. As long as Jerry Jones is alive and living, there is nothing you can do about that team. And until Jerry Jones admits the truth that he was with 
that racism when them kids was going to school? We saw your jury. We saw your picture, Jerry. I agree with you. We saw you your that. picture. You said, oh, I was just, I was just spectating. You, why was you there, That's Jerry? Crazy. You spectating what? You spectating racism. Well, I was crazy. I was crazy. He, he, said, he said it was a barbecue. He said it was a barbecue going on. And he said it smelled good. He was just trying to see. <laughs> he what was spectating. I wanted to see what was going on. That boy was standing on his tippy toes in that picture early. Until you do right by the black people, you will never wear the goddamn Super Bowl again. Okay. That's first and foremost, Jerry. Okay, now I just want to talk about this. That was never legit. We always knew it. But Jordan Love, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Love, the back again, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, 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 early, 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 early. I want you. We have a Jordan Love topic. I need you to tell us okay. about these well, boys. Okay. Answer, answer my question about the Cowboys. Yeah, please. I promise you, you'll be able to talk about Jordan Love. I promise you will. There is talk to me about there the Cowboys. Is nothing. Until Jerry Jones decides to just walk away, ain't nothing that can be done. I don't care what defense you get. I don't care what offense you get. I watched Bill Parcells when he was there try to change the culture of the Cowboys, and he was doing a damn good job of it. But you know who stopped him? Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones would not relinquish the power to anybody. Again, I'm hearing, oh, what, Bill Belichick can do it. Bill Belichick, same Bill Belichick that once he couldn't get everything he wanted, he left. You think Bill Belichick and Jerry, that'd be a two-week period. By, by week three, Bill Belichick is out the door. Jerry Jones can't take that type of masculinity. Bill Belichick, that's a man. No funny. That's a grown man. Bill, listen, Jerry Jones has shown you time and time again he hypes the Cowboys. I don't know why I only even has a podcast or, or radio show. I don't know what you – I don't even know Jerry Jones really no ball, y'all. I'm be honest with you. He just be talking to them. Anytime they good, he tell you they're going to Super Bowl. He said this is the best team they had since 95. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jerry. 48 to 16 to the Packers. You couldn't name a receiver on the Packers before that game. You could say, hey, Verdell, you're lying. You're starting to show lying. I ain't never heard you preach the Packers receivers. Well, now, all of a sudden, about, you know everybody in the I game. Think- Oh, I've definitely been on the Jaden Reed train. The Cowboys Stop it. are who we thought they were. Their linebackers were too small. They couldn't take the run. We all said this. Michael Parsons, they called the next Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor can stop the run. They run at Michael Parsons. Lawrence Taylor can stop the run. I told John Blatt was not legit. He was a pick six merchant. The best player on that defensive team in the backfield was always Stephon Gilmore. I always said that. Shout out to my boy, Trayvon. You know what it is. They needed mm-hmm. you. They mm-hmm. needed a legit top mm-hmm. five corner. Top they five corner. Yeah. Yeah. On that team. yeah. And, and look, I want to say this before I go. City Lamb dropped a couple of passes, man, when he mattered the mm. most. You know who won the still have Buck Tanner. Brent Nyhoop. No. Brent Nyhoop. <laughs> Brent Nyhoop never dropped those passes. We going to see. We going to see. All right, hold on. Go ahead. G-Baby, make it quick because we got to switch topics. Make it quick, bro. You're quick, right. Quick. I just want to address this whole leader thing because you say – don't blow up the team. You need to get some leaders in there. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know the exact phrasing of the quote, but isn't leadership a reflection of your ownership too? Ooh, you know I, it's somewhere. And, look, one more thing. Hold on. And, and Jerry okay. Jones, Jerry Jones, we always talk about the coaches. He always picked puppets. He fired the one coach that could, he, ever since he fired Jimmy Johnson, we, we talked about the mm-hmm. Bill Parcells, got rid of him. Wade Phillips got mm-hmm. rid of him. Everybody knows he hired Jason Garrett because Jason Garrett's a yes man. And then when he finally fired him, out of all the coaches they could, he could have got Sean Payton. Everybody was talking Sean Payton going to the Big Blue. Know what he do? 
You got Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. So mm. we talk so about leadership. Male, so you gotta get guys that can he make don't a want play. No alpha male, CD, CD was supposed to be the guy who could make a play. Guess what? He was getting boxed. <laughs> he was getting boxed. He was in jail. He's still nice. He was he top three. No, he's still nice. He's still a top hey, three. He's, top he's five not, I already was top three. Hey, he nice. He nice, but he was selling. Hey, Michael Parsons. Matter of fact, oh, I could have sworn Michael Parsons had like one pressure or no pressure. <laughs> like all of the least guys. amount of pressure that he's ever had in the game, G baby. So, so he finally got a holding call. When you talk about the leadership, <laughs> Jerry Jones is this the owner, and leadership is reflecting your ownership. He is never going to be the guy to get those type of dudes. Get the coach that's gonna get him. You early, you crazy for saying that. <laughs> so I just want to. So before we before we switch over topics, I'm gonna just make one comment because I didn't really speak on it. I'm gonna say two things. I just want you to know, we may have to talk about Dan Quinn switching Michael Parsons' position, and that might be the worst thing that could have happened for him as a player, because I understand mm. the idea that you want to make him an edge rusher because he could rush, but bro, he could move at that linebackers, and then we all realize nice the nice linebackers have not been good. Their linebackers aren't good. And your best inside linebacker, you made him a defensive end. So, and who's never really – and let's be real. He's not a natural defensive end. I love Michael Parsons, nope. but he's not. He's not. And it's cool. It's cool Trent, to say that. Didn't he come in the league playing middle Trent linebacker? Williams, middle linebacker. Trent Williams gave the whole – I'm talking middle. to you real quick. Yeah, yeah Trent Williams was on a podcast, bro, and I hate that he went up there. But in, in this sense, I felt like he gave pretty much the blueprint on how to stop the Michael blueprint. Parsons. Mm-hmm. He let everybody know. He's very fast, but he's undersized to be he on the is. edge full time. They 100%. said they get away with it because he's abnormally strong for his size. Trent was given a, a detailed breakdown. He wasn't yeah, talking about trash. He was yeah. just letting people know, like, hey, this is what it's like to block this guy versus this guy. Right. right. He, said with Michael, he said Michael can get up on the edge because of his strength. But he said he's small. So he said as long as you hold your base and get a hand on him early and often, you shouldn't di- you shouldn't have a problem with him, and if you see them, they made sure they they put an emphasis on running the ball. And what does mm-hmm. running the ball do? You get hands on them linemen early and often. You wear them down. So now when it's time to pass the ball, Michael Parsons ain't got all that energy to come off the edge like a bat out of hell. He got to he got to breathe a little bit. He's sore a little bit. They pull it, and like y'all said, that's all Dan Quinn fault because if they if they put him back at middle linebacker. You might not have a Michael mm-hmm. Michael Parsons off the edge, but you got somebody serviceable enough so he can stay clean more than just a quarter or two. And then that way, in the fourth quarter, you can use mm-hmm. him off the edge more yeah. so. Yeah, I think it was. I think at the end of the day, it's looking like a schematic nightmare, and I feel bad for him too because he gained all that weight to play that position. And I think if a new DC come in there, they're gonna make him lose weight to go back to playing a natural linebacker. And maybe you can blitz him more to make him. You could do other things with him, but I definitely just don't think he should be playing defensive end. And then the last thing I want to mention, fellas, to me, I think y'all mostly y'all hit it on the nose coming at Jerry Jones because I do think, to be honest, you know, I, I don't know if y'all were on go. the show. But I said this. He wants to be Jerry. He wants to be Jerry Buss. He want to be Dr. Buss. And if you think about it, the nuance between Dr. Buss and Jerry Jones is that Dr. Buss was a part of saving the NBA. And people also got to realize Dr. Buss cared more about winning than anything else. And when Pat Riley got there, all he cared about, 
and the thing is, I think we got messed him up compared to saying? Jerry Buss. Is Jerry Buss Lakers made Jerry Buss famous? Not all the interviews and all the extra nonsense because he let Pat Riley run the ship. He was about selling the Lakers, mm-hmm. selling the forum, but letting the coaches do their jobs. And I think in some ways, when you have an owner that you have to constantly, I, I'm gonna I'm switch the topic after this, Randall. Unfortunately, no, um, you did my bad. No, you're good. You're good. Um, ultimately, when you look at a Jerry Jones, the fact that he's always involved in everybody, like the fact that people asking him personnel questions, him X's and O's questions, that's not in his job description. Only thing, like if you think about Dr. Buss, when they used to ask him, when they asked him a question, most of his stuff is we need to find ways to win football games. Ain't all about this player need to do this. this. He's going to put who is the coach to make us win basketball games. And the other thing, too, is I think he listened to his star players, and I think in some ways Jalen had a point where he brought up the leadership in the room because I will say this. The Cowboys are a bunch of talented losers, and they have been for a few years now. We've seen a lot of – and this is not to slander the, those players. Those players are winners in life. You made millions of dollars. Who as human, that team? As, yeah, as human beings, y'all are winners in life. Y'all won. Y'all made it to the NFL. You did something that none of us up here could just go out and do. But at the same time, y'all have – like Bama said, y'all got a game seasons with 11 pro bowlers, all pros, Hall of Famers, and y'all always fall flat – not just make it there and lose. You completely – boo-boo your diaper like right down your leg you boo-boo right down your leg and so it's embarrassing and so you just a bunch to me they're just a bunch of talented losers and i do agree I beer and nachos. yeah beer and nachos i think jerry, jerry wants to be famous problem. jerry loves yeah, being he's, famous. He's, he's, he's all in the mix but let's move on early you can start us off with this topic since she went last for the first one fellas the underdog has his day but i want to talk about two underdogs that shine C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love excelled in their first playoff appearances. Has C.J. Stroud in his first year made a case for top five in the NFL at the position? And is Jordan Love a top 10 quarterback in the league after what you've seen by him in the playoffs? Early, you go ahead. I'm a little confused how C.J. top five, but Jordan Love top 10. Come on now, let's be real. Um. I said it before, man. I think, I, first of all, C.J. Stroud, what he's done with that. Now, you go with after that, um, With that. What CJ Stroud has done with that Texas team. Um, I'm I'm getting emotional as a Panthers fan. Packers fan. Are you crying? You said I'm getting emotional. You got three teams. This man Packers as a Panthers fan. fan. I just as a Panthers fan, I just wanted to get the right pick. That's all I ever wanted. I never wanted the other guy. I just wanted CJ Stroud. I didn't want Bryce Young. And you know, when you see the love of your life be with somebody else, it just hurts. It just hurts a lot. And she's happy with it with that guy. And you gotta watch <laughs> her postgram story and you wanna unfollow her, but you can't because they just look so happy and you just keep following them. Um I you better not be rated outside early. I swear to God. Early, if you truly love her, you I gotta just, be happy for her. Yeah. I, I listen, I think he's a generational quarterback. And I just wish he played for my team. Um, and Jordan Love, Love man. Me, uh, Jordan Love. Man. <laughs> Jordan, Love <laughs> Jordan Love is everything I thought he was. Um, like I said before, Packers did it again, man. Three, three, three Hall of Famers back-to-back. Like, you know, listen. If you want to learn how to develop a quarterback, Green Bay guy, I don't know what's in that cheese. It must be Gouda. It got to be Gouda, that cheese. Because, boy, <laughs> they know how to produce a quarterback. Jordan Love might be the prettiest ball throw we've seen since uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> what we're seeing in the new age of quarterbacks, these new guys coming along, the CJ Strouts, he's top 10. CJ Strout is top 10. Jordan Love is creeping to top five. You know, yeah. there was a certain quarterback that we thought was top five all year. You know what I'm saying? Last name rhymes with Burks. But I think Jordan Love is the guy we thought that guy was. Um, man, shout out to CJ Stroud and, 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 and this Texas team. Jesus Christ, Amico Ryan, boy, you got something on your hands, man. Um, hell of a team. He is he is so calm under pressure. And then on the other side with Jordan Love, this being his first full year, kind of like a rookie year for this boy. Woo! It's a beautiful thing, man. Definitely top five and top ten. I'm going Jordan Love top five, TJ Stroud top ten. Y'all take it from me. Riddell, go ahead. Riddell, go ahead. And then, Trent, you could comment on that. Riddell, go ahead. Uh All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Packers. I have more to say regarding the Texans, so I'm going to be brief. Um, You know, shout out early with the Jordan Love hype train that he hopped on later on in the year. But uh, you know what? Jordan Love is impressing me. He's doing his thing. Let him go. It's his turn. I do like his composure when he has the ball, and even when the rush is coming right into him, still able to throw a pretty, pretty ball. So, Jordan Love deserves all the credit we're giving him. Top five, I don't know about that. We do recognize Jordan Love had a very inconsistent year this year. It wasn't all, um, you know, lollipops and rainbows throughout the entire year. So we can relax. There's a reason why in the middle of the season we're like, man, did the Packers make a mistake? There's a reason why those questions were being asked. So Jordan Love, hey, you did great. I'm a person, if you do great in the playoffs, I give you so much credit, Mm -hmm. so much credit. So, Jordan Love, you got my stamp. Are you top 10? I don't know, but you're definitely top 15, arguably top 12. So, shout out Jordan Love. The Texans, CJ Stroud. Man, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Hey, the conversations that I'm ready to have with CJ Stroud, I'm finally (laughs) here. I'm finally here, boys. I am finally here with CJ Stroud. I have been fully committed to what I've been seeing and the Texans are doing some great things. You know, um, Bobby Lovick is about to get a head coaching job next year. Nico Collins, I've been talking about him. He had a great season this year. He actually went amazing. Top 10 in passing, uh, receiving yards and top 10 in receiving touchdowns. Amazing year. Add Tank Dell and some other weapons. That, that offense is going to be good for a long time. C.J. Stroud. He had the composure that we've seen all regular season. The fact that they weren't in the playoffs and made the playoffs due to very key wins later on after C.J. Stroud came back from concussion is huge. That is absolutely huge. That's what you want on your franchise quarterback. And then he came in the game and destroyed the Browns. Now, we expected the Browns' defense to be one of the best defenses in football, and they are. Now, we'll give some credit to the offensive line for you know doing pretty well against Miles Garrett, but – to see how C.J. Stroud was able to dice up that defense. And it's actually funny that Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud are getting compared right now. They legit almost had the exact same stats against the Mm -hmm. team that they were playing against. Mm -hmm. But we do recognize at the very least that the Browns, in most people's eyes, were one of the best defenses. I would argue that they were better than the Cowboys' defense. And the fact that he did this without expectation put upon him, he came in as a rookie. He got my stamp. Top five. I'm ready to have that conversation. I'll be honest. I can't wait to see which one of y'all fall for debate. Go, Go ahead. ahead. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see which one Go of y'all Go ahead. Trent, yeah, um, I'll, I'll probably say that um, CJ has a better case 
being top five one in general love just because, like Rodell said, because I was about to say it, the consistency in the play. Because if it wasn't for CJ Stroud getting Brock Lesnar suplex and getting a concussion, he would have some real deal MVP talks. So I mean, because at one point we was we was have we had a topic on the on this panel on the same show about Jordan Love and saying she didn't get any in this draft. So like, I'll say that. But um, I mean, bro, like two quarterbacks playing phenomenal. CJ balling out. Told we, me and Jay Rob told y'all about CJ <laughs> Bama, and um, damages. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to. He 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 didn't want to. You know, he didn't want to drink the Kool Aid. So, I mean, Bryce Young still better. <laughs> no. Hey, Bryce Young can be. We don't know yet. We don't know. Bryce Young can be. We, we nah, he see. ain't better. He ain't better. He not. But no, nah, I think CJ. The I think drugs are potent at Alabama. I think CJ Stroud can make a case that he's top five. Got the guy for sure having top six. And then Jordan Love. If you say he top five, I'm not gonna argue. Jordan Love is having a. He's having a good year. He's having a he's having a real deal dog year. That's why. Wait, 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 no, no, no. Let random go. Come on, just not come on. Yeah, no, I'm saying though. You are going to be able to go. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping. You're closing the topic. I'm not I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping if you say Jordan Love is top 10 because I am the same person who had T Law in the top 10 and he only played good for half a season. And Jordan Love's half a season probably better than Trevor Lawrence. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, random. If there's and one thing I learned, Bonnie. yeah, the one thing I guess the biggest thing that I learned from the weekend was that the future of the NFL quarterback position is here is looking very mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. For I'll, I'll I'll touch on the early allegations later. First of all, early I don't know why you I don't know why you're looking at me like that. By the way, yeah, no, no, but, no. Um, but CJ Stroud, no limit. Now I am not I, me personally. I don't know if I'm prepared to put him. In my personal top five, but I'm not gonna get mad at anybody who does because I, my only thing is I'm saying, are you are you telling me he deserves to be in the same level as Lamar, Allen, and Burrow? I'm not. I just don't think so. But he's right outside. He's like knocking at the door. That's how I feel. But I'm not mad at anybody who does. The level of poise that he showed in that game, and my biggest problem with the the Browns, the teams look like they flipped. You would have thought the Browns were the young team that was in their first playoff game after a really bad season. And and they were h- hilariously, like, people was wide open. People people were missing tackles, just like G-Baby says. Like, nobody wanted to tackle. And then this, uh, the Texans were the composed team. They were they were well-coached. They did everything right. And one person, I know Riddell kind of touched anybody, Devin Singletary. He, didn't, he needs to have some love today because since i think was it since week seven or since week eight something like that he's third in the league in rushing straight took damian pierce's job and ain't looking back took his job bro. this team this is a very good team the fact that they made the playoffs is crazy now mm-hmm. everything's just that extra icing on the cake that makes that mm-hmm. cake a one or that division and, sucks and and um obviously i wish tank Dell was playing because i would because uh, i would like to see them at full strength going up against that raven squad but who knows but now let's go look at Jordan Love. And early, you can call my name out, but let's not sit here and pretend like we were not having serious conversations about how Jordan Love was playing. We were having those conversations. when mm-hmm. I, I remember I sent a whole super chat in about it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So has he played better? Yes, he has. Early, they started opinion, the season five, two and five, bro. So those, he's yeah, not like, crazy. Yeah. Like, he's it's not crazy. Not- so we're going to do act like it's so many quarterbacks this season that haven't had bad seasons. And, and no, 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 no,
They declined his option and gave him this two-year deal where they're paying him not that much money, which is crazy because I don't know how many other quarterbacks would take that. And also, what C.J. Stroud is doing is incredibly more impressive. He's a true rookie. He hasn't been in the league for four years Mm -hmm. sitting there, okay? So did Jordan Love play well? Absolutely. Keeping the tradition, took the keys right from Aaron Rodgers to AT&T Stadium and represented. But Mm -hmm. let's not sit here and pretend – like he's been a one the whole year, but he's who has? Well. Right. He's played well. No one has. You said you said. Go ahead, Jalen. Go ahead, Jalen. <laughs> Don't use my fancy. So, so I think first with the top five concerts, TJ Stroud. We have to understand. I, th- I think the top four are still kind of locked in, right? So we're gonna have Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, and Josh Allen. I think those four are the top four quarterbacks in the league. I think that fifth spot. Without a doubt, that, that fifth spot, I think, is where you can have a conversation. But before the season, we had Jalen Hurts in that conversation. We had uh, a Dak Prescott, some people would have in that conversation. You know, there's a lot of other guys who are still in that conversation to kind of have that fifth spot. I, I think, you know, Brock Purdy, if you want him the way he's been playing, there's other guys in there. So I'm just going to kind of wait. If, 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 if you want to put CJ Stroud in that fifth spot after this game, I completely understand. I'm not mad at you, but I think after those four, that fifth spot is kind of wide open with a few quarterbacks, so the option is there. But only thing is, look, CJ Stroud played phenomenal. I think it's the greatest rookie season ever now with this playoff win, the way he played. I don't think Most he's got a, he's got a better rookie season than him. He played phenomenal. Jordan Love in his game played phenomenal. He made a couple of these uh, like back foot throws. I'm like, oh, damn, he really has an arm like that, doing like that. So I'll give him credit. 100% they played great. The one thing I will say before coordinating these guys a little too early is both these games – the defenses that showed up, I haven't seen this many open wide receivers and missed tackles. Like, it was bad. So what, what I was saying is that these quarterbacks played great, but they didn't necessarily win, the, like, really win them the game. They did their jobs. They played They played great. <laughs> way, I'm just saying, the way the defenses showed well, up, that's why we got to watch well, the game. Stop, stop. We Everybody saw what happened. Joe, Joe Flacco went back to being, you know, old Joe Flacco, the pick sixes. That game was over with. Look, and look, CJ Stroud did his thing, but he didn't necessarily have to win them a game in a one touchdown, you know, game real close one with Jordan Love. We saw we saw what the Cowboys did, missing tackles everywhere, leaving wide receivers wide open. He he made the right throws, he made the plays, but again, this didn't necessarily have to win them the game in a clutch moment. So look, he's watching the games. All right, let's move on. Lonnie, Lonnie. We are we are having a new 2024. Okay, thank you, Jalen. Go ahead, Lonnie. So I'm just saying two phenomenal quarterbacks, but let me see how they perform next week when I expect the defenses won't necessarily struggle as much as they did or not show up, and we can have these conversations a little more. I'm not mad at CJ Stroud top five. Or um, just or, let Lonnie go. Top I'm not mad at it. Let's just let Lonnie go, please. Jordan will probably for sure top ten. Top ten. They're both top ten. But let's please let him week. go. Let, let Let's just wait another week and have this conversation. Oh, That's all. I'm go ahead, Lonnie. Go ahead, Lonnie. Okay. Lonnie, get him. So CJ, I, I have him at I have him at five. We've been talking about him all year. How we didn't expect nothing from the Texans. We didn't think that their defense was going to be like that. We thought they were probably going like two, three games. And he came out, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, they did his thing. And low-key, just because Jalen pissed me off, I won't be nasty. If he ball, he doesn't have to win next week, but if he balls out, I got him above Burrow at four. I got him at four. I got him at four. And I have him. I'm, 
if he if he balls out, I'm putting like 500 on him winning MVP next year. I <laughs> ain't. I don't care. I'm not, <laughs> That's not a bad bet. That's not a bad bet. But no, uh, Love. I feel like Loki might be in an even better situation because Chris Watson's still a dog. We saw what Dobbs did, Reed, and like they're all like in their first or second year. So next year, like if they if they keep on progressing, like I could see I could see the Packers in the NFC Championship next year for sure. Um, Jalen messed me up. Like I had like this whole thought process. Whatever. Um, no, uh, CJ has all the CJ has all the talent. I feel like four or five years down the line, he could be the second or best quarterback in the league. He has he has the ability. Short of love, have. I, I was I was I wasn't done with my sentence early. Finish up, finish up. Finish <laughs> well, uh, Jordan Love has, Jordan Love is like maybe top three, four arm talent in the league. He might be better than that. Like every, okay. every like yo, every time, every time that game, back foot off balance. I'm just like, huh? Okay, that, that looked like a little, a little bit like a Rod. I was like, he he had a little bit more. Jordan Love had a little bit more like spice on it though, but it's it a little bit more cleaner to me. Just a little bit more cleaner to me the way he was just. So now no, I got I think Jordan Love better than A Rod. Right. Jordan Love because Tua exposed himself. Riddell can tell you all about how T Law been playing. And yeah, so I think it's definitely no top ten. Jalen Hurts. Hmm? Oh Jalen. I'm, I'm not gonna really lie. I'm not gonna lie. The way I'm about to cook you about Jalen Hurts later is gonna be disgusting. Because the way, yeah, because the way you talk, bro, you you kind of a hypocrite. But we are gonna get into that topic later. So I'm gonna I just say nothing about Jalen Hurts. I'm, I'm talking about early. I ain't talking about you. I ain't oh. talking about you. I'm gonna cook him a little bit later, though. I'm gonna fillet his ass. Yeah, I real. I swear to God, I am. I'm gonna fillet you next, so I can do these super chats. I hope you've been in your play. I hope I hope you've been in your play bit. Go ahead, go ahead, baby. Last sentence. Depending on how Jordan Love plays, because like I always say, I care about what happens when you play when it matters. I might have him above Herbert. Just cause I hate how Yeah, get it. How you play when it matters. Get him also. Get him also. Nah, I'm gonna be honest. When it matters the most, Herbert just looks okay at times. If not bad, like he doesn't excel. I hope yo, I hope you got a good rebuttal. I'm not really Sounds like he's spinning to me, and I don't know. I'm really mad with Herbert. You're just like, oh, no matter what, Herbert is winning this game because I haven't seen him. I maybe you can show me some film. Jordan loves who we thought Herbert was. Hey, get him. Don't get me wrong. Herbert has like maybe the most talent in the league, but when it comes to actually like putting it all together, that if he if he if he put it all together when it mattered the most, he might he would he might be number one. But he doesn't. Okay. He doesn't. Thank what? you. I was waiting patiently for one of y'all to say the magic magic word. Lana, you got it. So I'm going to ask you a question, just for clarification, before I ask you my true question. So for clarification, when you say it matters most, are you talking about the playoffs? No, I'm talking about crunch time. I talk rivalries, uh, like fourth quarter, like fourth quarter, high pressure moments. So you, so are round. you weighing? Are you weighing regular season? And playoffs the same. Yeah. As far as the G- games that matter. Games that matter. Like I don't care when they, if he's playing it, up it, in, in the I see what Lonnie's saying. Game. In the case of uh in the case of Herbert and quarterbacks like that that be fighting to get in the playoffs, I see what Lonnie's saying. Them games do weigh a lot in the yeah, like how, how is he playing fourth quarter against yeah. the Chiefs? How is he playing fourth quarter against the best 
defense in the NFL. Like those type of games, those high pressure moments. How do you play? And I'm saying I'm not saying that he's bad at those moments, but I don't saying he's not overly dominant. Like oh my god, he's the best. He might be the best quarterback in the league. Oh, all that mm-hmm. arm talent. Like I'm not. I don't see that in those moments. Mm. Okay. Go so ahead, and 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 okay. So and when you said he could be above Herbert, were you talking about CJ or Jordan Love? I was talking about Jordan Love in terms of like. Okay. What? Here's my no. thing. Here's my yeah. thing. You talk about playing in big games, big one, moments, bro. and and you yeah. said out your mouth, everybody heard you, that you wait regular season and playoffs. That's why I said for, that's why I said for Jordan Love, I need to see him ball the fuck out, like ball out. Sorry for the cussing. I need to see good, how he, like if he's overly dominant all next game, and then like say he's also dominant in like the NFC championship. It's like that's more high pressure moments to me that I've seen from Herbert. If he if he goes above and beyond, I'm not saying if he plays pedestrian, then like no, that there's no case. But if he goes above and beyond, I'm talking like four, like four or five TDs, high high percentage rate, like clutch on the clutch on third down, stuff like that. I need to see stuff like that. Okay, uh, okay. Got people doing so, most of the season. I'm not saying I, like I think okay, so then. Because you you weigh playoffs and regular season the same. So, therefore, the route I'm going to take with this is with Jordan Love. Hey, like I acknowledged, he's been balling the second half of the season. First half, too. And he, uh, he, the, no, relax. No, no, relax. <laughs> not true. He was balling he the second half. Of, he was balling the, the first half of the season. He did not go 7 and 0. What are you yeah, talking about? Uh, seven touchdowns, zero picks his first couple games. Did he not? Nope. Did you know what he finished? Like anyway, anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, J-Rob. I need you to finish, bro. I need you to finish your point, please. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. So my point is with Jordan Love, right, because that's who you were referencing. Let's not act like the first half of the season we wasn't questioning whether or not this guy is the guy. Genuine question. Maybe not everybody here, but we were questioning this guy's guy. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a big playoff performer type guy. I weigh playoffs higher than regular season. What he did in his first start, a lot of quarterbacks aren't that blessed to go crazy in their first start in the playoffs. So shout out him. But chill, because here's why. Here's why. And I'm telling you from experience, Lonnie. T-Law, after having five turnovers, had a crazy comeback and a great second half of the season, mind you. Mm -hmm. And look what happened when he came back. I'm glad he, don't be, don't G-way. put Jordan wait 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 don't put Jordan Love in these conversations like I did and he come out with a sophomore slump. So that's G-way. all I'm saying. When it comes to change. Herbert specifically, what I've been saying all year is like, hey, the Chargers are ruining his comp. Like I feel like when it comes to quarterback play, confidence is a big thing. That's why I was harping on Dak early in the year because like, yo, his confidence was broken from the last season, and he has like a little bit of yips. He's like second guessing. He's second guessing, doing a little extra pump fakes on his throws. It was messing up with his rhythm. I felt like that's what's what happened to Herbert all year. So many things have been going wrong with the Chargers in the offense. Like, yo, I see like his confidence is down. Like, you just see like his demeanor. Like, it's that, like he's not he's not feeling like, oh, I'm him because he's in that crappy situation. So it's like, yo, if the Chargers are like low key ruining Justin Herbert with all the crap that they're throwing at him, Austin Eckler running like he's Eddie Lacy. So then, I'll, why is Herbert getting the the penalty for it? If you're acknowledging saying, it's not his well, fault, the knock on the knock it, on it, his it, confidence is is going to affect his play long term. All right, so Bama, Bama, we got to get to the super chat. So I just want to get this off my chest real quick. 
because I think there is a little, and this this y'all being you being a little bit disingenuous, G baby, when it comes to Herbert in this regard. I understand Herbert's talent, I understand his yards, and I understand his numbers. But at the same time, he's also a game changer at the position. I agree. Cam Newton's definition of a game changer. I think Justin Herbert is a game changer level quarterback. And there is games in his career where the defense, his defense played well enough to give him the opportunity to win. It's not every single time he's won games, he's lost games. And so to sit here and look at Herbert and somebody may criticize how he's played in, in, in moments where he's had to come up big and he hasn't, that's a fair criticism. I think sometimes because of Brandon Staley and his talent, y'all let him get away with a lot of excuses that y'all wouldn't let other people get away with if their situations were different. And he's a franchise-level quarterback. Understand, you're not you're probably not going to be able to rebuttal Trent because we're going to get into Super Chats after this. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just, just knock this one out. I'm just clean, finishing up the topic. You're cooking, though. Um, so if, you, if somebody believes off a, what, CJ missed how many games with the concussion? Three? Three, four, yeah. like three or four. So with a, with a, let's just say about there's 18 games in the season. So with about a 15, 14 game sample size, and then a in one playoff game against a defense and a quarterback that y'all was booty shaking for, and Joe Flacco, and a defense y'all was booty shaking for, and that defense, he went out there and ripped them up. And I don't know what Jalen was talking about and not having to do enough to win the game. I think that was one of the oh. worst takes of the day so far, Jalen. I, I love you to death, brother, but that was not a good take. As always, just, just because just because if you've watched some of the throws he made, he was he was definitely a part of what made them great. Scramble drill, everything off his back foot, everything. I think when we talk about the arm talent thing, him and Jordan Love are more than comp- comparable in the arm talent department. I've seen more than enough throws by CJ Stroud when it comes to arm talent. I'll put him up at the top with anybody in the league. If your sample size is only 15 games of his career, and let's be honest, fellas, G Baby Trent included. You in your entire lifetimes, in our parents' lifetimes, and in our parents' parents' lifetimes, have never seen a rookie quarterback in the history of this NFL game come with the level of poise, turning or flipping a franchise in a year to the level that C.J. Stroud has done. This is probably the best rookie campaign by a quarterback we've ever seen. And to go out there and win against the Cleveland Browns the way he did with the way he's played all year, if somebody thinks this kid's trajectory is top five, I don't think you can really be upset or think it is crazy, or if they think he's better than Herbert, just because if somebody looks at the way just C.J. Stroud has played, uh, Trent, how many games in Texas was going crazy because of C.J. Stroud, last, last drive of the game, back end of the corner, him being phenomenal in those moments. He's already – Zaire Franklin, Franklin – Linebacker the Colts went on a podcast and pretty much spoke that this kid from playing against him is manipulating them with their eyes at an elite level when God's not doing it six years into the league. And I think a lot of people have said that this kid is light years ahead of his time. So Stroud by a mile, if you look at perspective, this kid could be in somebody's top five. And I think it's okay because going into next year with the information that I gather, I don't care what he does against the Ravens. They get dominated, not I've seen more than enough to see this kid's potential because you do the same thing. You did the same thing with other guys. You did the same thing with Herbert. So it's okay for me to do this with Stroud. And my last point to take away and leave you with this. If you see something that is special, it is okay to admit that it is special early, especially if you know what you're seeing is special. And I'll give you a, a good example of another quarterback that we knew immediately was special. 
Now, obviously, 50 and 5,000 is crazy to come out and swinging like that in your first year. But Patrick Mahomes, it didn't take us, it didn't take us long to realize this MF is one of the five best quarterbacks in the world after one year starting. So if you see something special, it is okay to call something special. That's all I want to say. You don't got to fight something that you think is a short thing. And the Houston Texans fellas are going to be one of the hottest markets in the offseason because there isn't an income tax in Texas. And the team is right now in some of the best care it has ever been in the history of the franchise, Bama, in your world. Okay. All right, J-Rob, I see you over there cooking, brother. We got a few super chats in the chat for y'all. Crazy filthy animals, LB with the two dollars, big trust MVP. I hear you double down on that. Emo Jimmy with the new membership, bruh. You feel me? He's in here. Mr. Sweet gifted us 10 subs to the channel, 10 memberships. Mm-hmm. Player choice, Dave. Appreciate you Shout for the 10 gifted Dave. subs. Yes, sir, Dave. Mr. Sweet, Victor Sweet, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How does that even work? Like, they just did they just go randomly to random people? I have no clue. I've never understood the gifted subs at all. I just need one. Listen, the members, listen, the members know who got them subs. They know who got it. They good. Sports PSP, Cam Newton was proven right about Dak. Facts. Cam Newton taking a freaking Yeah, Cam Newton's been right about a lot of things. My quarterback. Also, (laughs) speaking of Cam Newton, I don't like how people came at him for having his opinions on that. Yeah, I was hoping. If someone can speak on the quarterback position, is a former MVP of the league who went to the Super Bowl and Heisman. Way he did much more with way less than any quarterback I have like, ever seen. Ever seen, so, bro. Ever I don't seen. care how his career ended up. Just based off of those first seven years he gave us, his word hold, speak. Hey, his his name hold weight when it comes I to talking about quarterbacks. Sports PSP that. with another five dollars. Appreciate you, my guy, G Baby. You forgot Jerry bought Mike McCarthy to his crib for beer and nachos, gave him the P. Diddy treatment. Hey, took him, took him shopping, baby. He took him shopping. He said, you look, you need shopping. Need beer, shopping. Nachos is, beer and nachos is crazy. It's insane. <laughs> Bro, he got him that state. Keystone Light too. watch. He Jordan ain't, he ain't Love, good CJ stuff. Stroud, stirring it up early. Um, mm. I mean, mm. I will say this real quick. I will say this. Me, myself, oh. personally, because I went on a whole soliloquy about this. Jordan Love is the epitome of what I believe in. Sit your quarterback down for a couple years. Get him right. <laughs> get him with a quarterback coach. Show him what to do. If you got a bad quarterback, show him what not to do. After that, after those three, four years is up, turn them loose and see what you have learned. Hey, we you've worked with a quarterback coach. You saw somebody in front of you, whether you learn from them or not, because I know Aaron Rodgers don't teach me, but – being able to sit there and just observe that, and now we put him on the, on 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 display to do what he have to do. I like that. So if somebody want to go with Jordan Love based off of his development alone, but like what J. Rob says, if we gonna go based off the potential, we do this with a lot of other quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. we love to do this with the white boy. <laughs> Man, based off of potential, they should be taught. And 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 then you see from year to year, a lot of them. And, now we got to backtrack and make up excuses. It was defense, play callers, GMs, headset. We got to backtrack and make up so much excuses for these potentials. So if you want to say uh, C.J. Stroud is a top five quarterback, I'm not mad at you. But if you do like Jordan Love, I'm not mad at you either, man. Them boys over in Green Bay. got the method, dog. Bring a quarterback in, sit his ass down for a little minute, and then turn him loose. Brennan Irvin. 
Anybody else see how the weather was in Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Oh, Steve, boy, I could not deal with that, boy. That snow is they, need a, they need a dome. They need a dome. Yeah. I think, Bam, I honestly think, I don't mean to, I want to make this quick too, but I, yeah, I just yeah. want to say, I personally think them not having a dome is actually not a competitive advantage. I just think it's a, it's a inconvenience. Yes. Like, it's not because the snow, as somebody who lives in this, literally in this area, the snow is stupid, bro. Ass. It's dumb. It's, it's, it's really all it is. It's ass, dumb. Bro. It's, it's not dumb. enjoyable. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. And then you may be in a game. It's a crazy snowfall. Like I just don't think. I don't think it's an advantage for the Buffalo players because listen, you got players that's from Miami, Florida. It ain't like exactly. Buffalo is where they want. Is you know what I'm saying? So I just, I just feel like it's dumb. Yeah, my bad, bro. Your thing. Nah, you good. Nah, nah. That's that's that's. A, I, I I believe wholeheartedly in that too. Um, yeah. I mean, you get some players that's good in the Sean McCoy, Calvin Johnson, but that's so few and far between. But that's not everybody. That's so few and far in between. That's so few and far in between. Shady got crazy work, bro. Crazy work, bro. Josh Allen and J-Rob. People in Buffalo are crazy. They break tables as a pastime before a game. Hey, them, yo, so I don't know if I saw the video. Them fans fans started shoveling at 10 p.m. the night before. Did not finish till 10 p.m. the night after. $20, free food the whole game. I ain't gonna lie, that's worth it. That's it's worth it. No, 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 no. tickets to the game. Yeah. An hour. That was yeah. It was sixteen thousand hour. It was sixteen thousand hour. It went. Oh, six, I'm doing it. I'm not gonna hold it. Watch a playoff game. Playoff game. Exactly. Hey, all right. It went twenty dollars. It was sixteen thousand hour. I got twenty dollars. Canadian though. Hey, I still want to do it. I hate the cold. Free money anyway. Playoff game. Hold up, y'all. Hold up, y'all. Nick, Nick with the tri-state with the $5. Mark this down, fellas. If the Packers beat SF, they winning the whole thing. I wouldn't go that far, but mm. I will. Hey, if, if the Packers if the Packers beat San Francisco, in my eyes, Jordan Love is already better than Aaron Rodgers. In my eyes. If they beat San Francisco, <laughs> which our glorious king throughout his whole hard. career, he went 0-4 all week for me. If 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 yeah, it will Love be a hard week for you early. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be a hard week. for me too, bro. It could be a hard week for me too, bro. Uh, yeah, it can be. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it can. Be. No, I don't think it should be J Rob. I don't. I said the same thing because I, everything I spoke about CJ Stroud is a win-win, but. You know, nah, at the end nah, of the nah, day, nah, 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 oh, oh, you talk wait, 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 you talk about AFC? I thought you was talking about Jared Edge. Nah, nah, we talking about AFC. Nah, Edge. Nah, I thought you was talking about Jared Edge. You want to talk to me about Edge? But shout out Jared Edge. Before we get into Jared Edge, though, which is hey, also before we get into Jared Edge, man, shouts out to fuck Matthew Stafford, dog. That boy's a dog. That's a dog. That is a purebred. That's a Hall of Famer. That's a Hall of Famer. Shouts out to. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. He's, he's made too many receivers. This he's is a question for y'all on the panel no right now. Sports PSP with the two dollars again. Shroud or Herbert? I know y'all have already answered it, but I just want to quick, quick go around. Starting with you, G. Daddy. CJ. Shroud or Herbert, man? I'm still going Herbert, and I know we don't have time to explain it, but I'm still going Herbert. You like the white man? That's all. Stop! Stop! <laughs> come on! Let him have. Come on! Go ahead. Go ahead, Lonnie. You good, G. Daddy? You, you good? <laughs> come on let's go let's go boy did lottie go, Lottie <laughs> go. uh i'll take herbert but it's close go ahead bama what about you you gotta go too uh i'll go cj right now who is it me uh go yeah go riddell i'll end after trent goes 
Hey man, give me that man CJ Stroud. You know what I'm saying? Riddell, you such a yo. Yeah, give me a <laughs> give me Her- Herbert still sample size. Uh, man. Go ahead, Jordan Lair. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead, Trent. Go ahead, Trent. Make a decision. I say, I say, I say Herbert for right now. For me, I mean, I'm projecting, bro. I'm gonna do what y'all did with Herbert. Give me CJ rookie you year, winning, rookie year, rookie year, winning the playoff game. I'm taking, I'm taking the kid. I'm saying, hold on, hold on. Was people not after after Herbert's rookie debut, bro? He was already in top six, top set. Come on, let's not even top five. No, no, no. He was let's not even play dumb. Let's not even play dumb with that. He was. Let's not play dumb. He was. Let's with the conditions here. But let's go, fellas. I want to get through this topic. This one specifically, kind of quick, just because there is some other topics I want us to get into before we have to end the show. So, like, these are important. So, let's not take too long on this one, even though it is a good one. The Lions have won a playoff game for the first time in almost 32 years. Some of y'all in this group is 32, man. We were, I've been, you feel me, your whole lifetime, brother, whole lifetime. Do you think this team has all the pieces to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? Go ahead, Trent. You can start it up. But I'm gonna let Lonnie go second because he had to go. I want to say shout out Jared. I'm gonna say say shout out, shout out Jared Goff. He actually looked like a rated R. No, he looked like a rated R superstar. (laughs) (laughs) He he looked like the rated R superstar. So I'll say shout out. I told you how to buckle up in the chat. Since 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 that the Cowboys and the Eagles both got knocked out in the first round. To represent the NFC is kind of OD because I think now this should be an easy cakewalk for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. I think it should be a mad cakewalk for them to go to the Super Bowl. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm gonna say, um, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't say that, bro. I can't say, nah, you're not all the way there yet. Yeah, represent the NFC. I can't say that, bro. I I mean, if they beat what they got, what they beat the Buccaneers, they'll be in the the titles game. So they have a shot again. Them 49ers is crazy, bro. I agree. I I like it. Lonnie, go ahead, brother. See them beating the 49ers is one that Brock Purdy would have to pay bad, but also that secondary we've talked about before. Hufungo, they're all pro safety tore like towards ACL. And then, like, what while we were on break and on PC, Verrett hurt himself in practice. Mm-hmm. I feel so, so like, bad for him. Prayers up to Jason Verrett, man. Right, if you know his history, man. A lot of unluckiest players ever. Really talented, yeah. too. Really talented, really good player when he's able to play. Just unlucky. My bad line. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. But no, so it's like their secondary was already like their their weakest link. And then, like, now they, they just lost Verrett, too. So it's like mm-hmm. Laportal, St. Brown, Williamson. Like, they can they can put up some points on them. Like, I still think mm-hmm. the 49ers should easily win this. But, like, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be completely surprised if there was an upset. Like, if Brock Purdy's not playing like that and he's not giving the ball to the playmakers, like, Lions can put up some points on that secondary. Mm-hmm. So. I like it. I like it. Go ahead, G-Daddy. J-Rob, in my heart, I want to say yes so bad. <laughs> man, the, all the stuff I went through in the offseason talking about this man, Jerry mm-hmm. Goff, with people mm-hmm. like Trent and other people in the man, was not I, trying I, to rock I, with Jared. He was not trying to rock with Jared at all. I had to still rock with Jared. He had a cool game. They called they called him frauds. They called him first round exits, 2022 Vikings, the whole nine. So I really want to go with them, but here's the only problem. Even if somehow they make, even if they beat the Bucks and make it to the chip, I think offensively they're going to be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Defensively, it might be not, ugly. 
It might get ugly. It might. I love Aiden Hutchinson. I love that rookie branch they got. He balling. That secondary still don't move me, gang. Like, I love C.J. Garner-Johnson. You know, former saying, I wish we didn't mm-hmm. let him go. Mm-hmm. I do not the, like that the Eagles, The Eagles, too, brother. The Eagles, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't like yeah, their secondary. Do that, but they do, they too, no, them too. Nah, but the problem, the, it's not even that I just don't like their secondary. It's a secondary that I don't think, you know how I feel about secondary in the NFL, can't tackle mm-hmm. with yak demons on the other side. <laughs> like, oh, that's not, like, yeah, secondary-wise, that is a bad matchup. I think mm-hmm. they can hold their own in the run game somewhat, and I think offensively, I don't think, I don't think they're going to struggle to throw the ball because again, he just brought up the injuries with the secondary. It's the weakest part of that team anyway. But ooh, that 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 line secondary is going to look so bad against that the Yak Demons, bro. Let's talk to Mister. Actually, let's talk to Mister. Dan Campbell himself. He know who he is, Mister. Dan Campbell himself. <laughs> let's get it, random. Let's get it. What do you got to say? I know you're a believer. Come on, I know you believe. I want the toughest part is you know, Jerob, you got your big one with the CJ, and I got mm-hmm. my big one with that Bucks and Lions game next week uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday. The biggest part about the Lions, if there is any chance for them to upset the 49ers, they have to start fast. The quicker, the quicker um Jared Goff gets comfortable, the better he plays. Cause mm-hmm. that's that's the toughest part for him. And I swear to God, Jared Goff. Why do you look like you run worse than Tom Brady once you start moving, bro? Because it's ugly. But the, yeah, that's the that's the feet. thing. So, do I think they could represent the 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 NFC? I just don't. I think I still think they're a year away. But they they like I said, Dan Campbell was changing that culture. The last and I told you the last time they won as many games they did in the regular season, segregation. So yeah, while Jerry <laughs> Jones was doing that crazy stuff. The Lions was good. That's the last time they was this good. You know, the last, ironically, the last time they won a playoff game, guess who they beat? The Cowboys. Ooh. <laughs> so, Yo, it's really always them, bro. It's always them, bro. That's just so, sad. That's just sad. So, so I'm That's sitting there. They got a, they, like, like they said on their <laughs> offense, they got a lot of pieces. Jameer Gibbs is nasty. Don't ever give Amon Ra any kind of space. Follow him to the sideline and stay oh with gosh, him there. Oh my god, bro. so he's a slot merchant. We so don't need to do that. we don't need to do that. But I, <laughs> so, like G Baby said, their defense is, is what is what really uh scares me about them, especially if they do end up going up against the 49ers. But um, if they start fast, Lord knows, Lord knows, yeah. we could be Riddell, sitting there saying like the craziest thing. No, so I like it. Riddell, Jalen, and then early, then I'll finish. Pause. Hey man, this was by far the best <laughs> game of the playoffs, <laughs> and <laughs> it was really interesting, really entertaining. Uh, I definitely had the Rams winning, but there are things that happened in the game I wasn't happy about. But I'll leave the Ram conversation for a different day. Let's talk about the Lions. Jared Goff. Hey, man. Good game. Good game, man. Yeah. Buckle up, brother. I told you to buckle up. Fasten your seatbelts, brother. Uh, I'm still not a Jared Goff believer. Hey, here it is. Don't crash out, though. Hey, what we do know is if that running let him game have is it, cooking, Brett. just let him have it. If that running Please. game is cooking, the Lions are going to be all right. And that running game was destroying the Rams. Oh, oh my goodness, Jameer Gibbs was making everybody miss. David Montgomery's running right through the middle. Like it was, it was bad. It was really bad. And then obviously the Lions are going to play off that play action. Jared Goff going to do his thing. He did have one really nasty play. Y'all remember he had that two hand threw it behind him. I'm like, bruh. What was that? What was that? But 
one big thing that I came from seeing this game is the best players came to play. David Montgomery came to play. Mm. Jameer Gibbs was making that. everybody miss. It was annoying. I'm like, bro, tackle this dude. He was going insane. Amon Raw catching everything, making people miss, getting open with his route running. He was doing everything. And, of course, Aiden Hutchinson. He was getting pressure. He was getting in Matthew Stafford's face. He actually had two sacks in that game. Their best players came to play. And I shout out to them. But when it comes down to playing the 49ers, they, they could probably beat the Buccaneers, I'll be honest. But when it comes to playing the 49ers, nah, Chase Young, uh, Nick Bosa, they're going to get in Jared Goff, please make them more comfortable. They're going to stop that run. That run is not going to go nearly as uh, stupid as they went against the Rams. And G-Baby already said it. That defense is going to get torn up. Torn up. You saw what Kyron did? Look what McCaffrey's about to do. <sighs> Look what Debo's about to do. I'm gonna let you go out. I'm gonna just yeah. I just need like 15 seconds, but it's it's the hate from Riddell. I don't think they can, but if they do start strong and they that run game is cooking, I'll give them a chance. It's not zero percent. I like it. Go ahead, Jalen. All right, I'll be a couple things there. Um, uh, uh, random. Sorry, that run game wasn't doing so well. David Montgomery ran for 57 yards. Jameer Gibbs had eight carries for 25. They had a total team yards of 79 yards. That running game was not cooking that well. I mean, they had some key runs, you could say, inside the red zone, but that running game was not that good. So when I say a quarterback helped one them, 100%, they did it. Jameer Gibbs averaged 3.1 yards a carry. Stop it. This is just a fact. The team got 78 yards. We're speaking facts. Y'all don't have to agree with me. So when I say, hold up. So when I say a quarterback, when I say a quarterback really had to play well to help them win the game, when we talk about a quarterback who stepped up and had to play well to win the game, when it was 24-23, made key throws at the right time, knowing that one missed throw could change the whole facet of the game, that's what I mean. Jared Goff did that this game. He really won them that game with the way he played. So I'm, I'm going to give credit to Jared Goff. I don't think that running game really showed up. The wide receivers, like you said, St. Brown showed up. Josh Reynolds was great. They did great. And now, if they could represent the NFC, look, the NFC, I think everyone agrees, is basically the 49ers to lose at this point. Everyone agrees they're the most talented team there. The only way that 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 Detroit can beat the 49ers, I think, is in a shootout. Because the defenses that that the Niners struggle against, they don't have a piece of that defense. They have to beat them in like a 38 to 32 type of game. Jared Goff has to go for probably three touchdowns. And David Montgomery probably has to give him like a hundred yards rushing. What's he saying? Who wanna tell him? Who wanna tell him? What are you trying to tell me? I'm t- the running game was not that good against the Rams. That's just a fact. But yeah, so in terms of, can they can they hold on? Can they win the NFC? Do I think they're the favorites? No, the Niners. Do I think they can they can win it? I think the pattern this season, what we saw is that it's wide open, and we saw the teams like the Cowboys and Eagles lose. I th- I, th- I think there's, there's a chance because of how wide open the season is. We've seen these kind of great teams have poor performances. That could definitely happen. Is it likely? No. Go ahead, early. Uh, I'm guessing Jalen LeBron must have had a game that night because you clearly didn't watch the game. Um, <laughs> bro, a guy averaging 3.1 yards carry is not a good. Stop yeah, we, it. We, a you know, you, you don't enjoy football like that. Lie. We get it. Um, unlike my partner, Riddell, I'm going to stand on my square, a.k.a. Barack and Obama. Um, first and foremost, <laughs> let me say this. <laughs> Nah, Barack Obama's crazy. <laughs> man, man, I'm not Muslim, so it's all good. No, 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 no. That's crazy. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Let me, let me, uh, let me say this. First and foremost, I still don't believe in a lion. Uh, I, I, maybe it's just me, but 
I don't respect anybody on that Lions defense except for Aaron Donald. Let's be honest with, with, with each other. You mean Rams? Rams? You mean Rams? Rams? I mean, yeah, Rams. I don't put them on Rams except for Aaron Donald. I had a pleasure I watching them. Shout out to my dog, Jordan Fuller. He's a dog, That defense is awful, first and foremost. And they didn't get out to a jump the way they did. The Lions wanted to get that game away. Oh, they was they was trying to get that no, game away so bad. No, I, I like how y'all just assuming they're going to play the 49ers. But you got to go through whip it in a pot. Put it in my hand. Skirt. I'm the baker's man. I'm the baker. I am not it's gonna let this man play this because I'm waiting for that bus topic, J. Rob. So let me cook with that bus topic. That that run defense looked pretty legit versus one of the best old lines in the league. And them Eagles, first and foremost, I don't got the Lions beating Baker at all. Baker Mayfield will play the 49ers. And boy, yeah, I know I root for the 49ers. But if Baker beat the 49ers, <laughs> but back to line. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. I believe, I believe that the Lions. Greatest redemption arc in the history of football. I, I think, think they match yeah, up all the matters in the Lions, too. I believe Might be the best the redemption Lions, arc ever. I believe but. the Lions, again, they got out to a good start with the Rams. The Rams came in there bloody gagging, right? Mm-hmm. Ain't no way you win by one point when you're up. 17 3, like, like they were whipping on them boys and they came all the way. It was literally a it was a blowout in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. If if the Rams get out to a better start, I think they win that game, no problem at all. It's just that, as we know in all sports, it's hard to play catch up when you get behind so far. I think the Bucks, though, coming into this game, listen, man, we're talking about offensive weapons, we're talking about a good defense. Antonio Winfield. Could possibly be top three and 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 division player of the year votes. Wait for period. Wait for wait for that Bucks topic. I'm looking wait for the, for the Bucks, Bucks to win that game anyway. They barely beat the Rams. I think the Bucks beat them by ten or more. Go ahead. Um, or, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go so ahead. real quick, uh, I'm only bringing this up because early brought it up. It was 14 to 10 with 13 minutes left in the second quarter. So the game was close the entire time, basically. It got and then it got to it was 14 10. Then it got to 21 10. Then it got to 21 17 with four minutes left in the second quarter. So. It was kind of going back and forth. However, what I was going to say about the Lions, because I know what I just said. I'm about to contradict everything. You know what? I'm rocking with the Lions. You want to know why I think they can beat the 49ers? Because the Rams always play the Niners tough, right? Rams mm-hmm. always play them tough. Hey, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. Hey, it's hey, a good even, team. Good it's a weapon, good team, man. and I think the Lions are a good team with a better O-line, uh, mm-hmm. uh, even though Kyron Williams is like that. In my he's, opinion, he's a guy. He is like that. Yeah, he's he is like a that. guy. He's a guy. He's they a guy. have and they have a really good run game still. I don't care. They still mm-hmm. have a really good run game. But I'm not gonna lie. Sam Laporta and Amon Ross starting to look like a mean duo. Mm-hmm. Mean duo. So mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna go. You know what? I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm going all in. I think they do have enough to represent yeah. the team. Oh, now, man. now, now. G baby, let me put my dingling on the table too because hey man, I'm, what is that with you, today, you man? I'm, I'm putting my dingling on the table too. I'm putting all the money. I'm putting all the money and all my chips is going into the Lions to come out of the NFC. I'm I'm going all in on the Lions, and I'm gonna tell you why. I didn't really like what y'all was saying about the Rams because I think y'all not giving Rams enough credit with who they have at quarterback and the weapons they have on offense. You also got to remember the Lions, the Lions not winning a playoff game in over 30 years that ghost was also on their back in that game whether anybody wanted to admit that or not that was a gritty high pressure football game the quarterback on the opposing team was the number one pick to be the guy that was supposed to be the guy to to change Detroit on the other side of the field 
A lot of pressure in this game. I think that game, I, I think everybody in here knew that game was going to be a war of attrition. I don't think anybody in here thought it was going to be a pretty game. It was going to be two teams really trying to prove something to each other and just throwing constant haymakers. And I thought the Lions did what they had to do. Now, in terms of let's just say they had to play the 49ers, because none of y'all are really talking about their ability to beat the Buccaneers. Most of y'all, except for except for early, most of y'all are thinking know, about the. I want to talk about them so bad. But one of y'all, yeah, yeah, no, it's not a topic. I don't think that's one of the topics. I'm gonna look. Um, oh. so you have a show tomorrow, brother. It's all good. Oh, no. It's okay, Master P. Yeah, relax, relax. Tomorrow, Master P. Yeah, relax. So I look at y'all looking forward to the 49ers. I just want to say this: if there's an O line out there that can go at that 49ers O line, D line in the playoffs, still is what they got in Detroit. And if they could somehow establish a run game and find, listen, any given Sunday, listen, we already know if they can find a way to go into that fourth quarter up three or more, we, they might be in business. That's all I got to say. If they can find a way to be up by three points or more going into that fourth quarter, I think the Detroit Lions could shock the world. And I'm going to say my last point before we get into our next topic. There's only one quarterback left in the NFC with Super Bowl. I knew you was going to do it. I knew you was going to do it. I knew you was going to do it. So, when you started talking, I knew that's where you was going. D, you got to put it on the table. We're going all in. We're going all in on these Lions and Jared Edge. So, you know, he's been there. He's been there before. Listen, he's motivated, bro. And I'm going to give him this credit, whether y'all want to or not. You know, Cam said he's a game manager. But on the biggest down of the night, quarter coach put it in his hands, and he was out there dot mobbing. That's all I'm gonna say. He was dot mobbing, so he what might the be the game. You can't name the Rams corner, hey, and there's the only two. We're gonna wait. I'm gonna wait though. I'm gonna wait though, Trent. I'm gonna wait. I ain't gonna go it. I hope but you wait. Add this, hey, but let him bring the baby. 14-3 after the first quarter, 21 in the second quarter. Yeah, it was. They was catching up. No, but it was. You said No, you said. But also, too, you have to give the Detroit defense and early. You're not giving that Detroit defense, and the thing is, too, that I don't think you're giving enough credit to in Detroit. Is say what you want, fellas. The choice defense bowed up when it mattered most in them in them red zones. Oh, yeah. They settled for a lot of well, field goals. But the did Jared Goff not play more comfortable when he got a lead? Of course. Like, he came out The first drive, he was 5 of 5. They put that ball in his hands the first drive. Give him his credit. You can say him being uncomfortable, but your man, Bob Purdy, your man, Bob Purdy's excelled all year when it's comfortable. When it ain't been come, mm. let me stop. Let me, let me, but the Rams came out unprepared. Next time, the Rams came out unprepared. Next time, the Rams came out unprepared. Next time, next time, next time, next time, next time. Let's get to the let's get to this next topic. All right. Uh, actually, Bama, how about you set the tone for this one, and then try you to go to that because you're excited. Do you believe after the way the Dolphins finished in Kansas City? Do you believe the Dolphins can be competitive for the next decade with Tua Tagovailoa leading the team at the quarterback position? Bama, you can start the tone. Set the tone. Yeah, yeah. of course they could. Of course they could be a good playoff football team with him for the next decade. A, I will tell you this: his accuracy hasn't left. His anticipation hasn't left. All those things hasn't left. The way he gets rid of the ball, all of that can still support all the receivers coming over there. What y'all saying and what y'all what y'all doing to is this 
this is how the girls choose they they men. Oh, if he could pass 85 yards down the field, that solidifies him as a quarterback. But technically, you don't have to throw deep routes. You don't have to throw 85 yards. And you only need them type of passes for Hail Marys. So what Tua does, yes, it's very limited, but he's always been limited. And it made him to the NFL. So they could still win with that. And it wasn't limited when Tyreek Hill both got 1,500-yard seasons back-to-back. That, that, that limitation Tua has – Obviously, it can't be that limited if Tyreek Hill is still able to go over there and get the stats he get without missing a beat, and with especially how we know how receivers cry. So no one even said the Dolphins were Super Bowl contenders. We were just talking about the moves they made in this team. That was their ceiling. You can look crazy all you want to, G Daddy, mm-hmm. G Mama. You can look G-Mama. crazy all you want to. Said, we speculated. We speculated on the roster being put together. They possibly could make the Super Bowl. But being a Dolphins fan, all Dolphins fan in the chats know this. The expectations are you not go, G. to you make go. the Super Bowl. Definitely the expectation go. is to make the expectation is to make the playoffs. The thing about me, everybody get a, a chance. Playoff game. Because the, the Dolphins, ha- we're, we're not the Cowboys. We're not all these teams that are supposed to flirt with the NFC Championship year in and year out. <laughs> It was a poverty-stricken franchise set at eight and eight, seven and nine. Bro, come on, bro. They 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 threw a Super Bowl party for beating the Patriots off a of flea flicker at the very end. <laughs> you really finna hop on the franchise like that? Like that's what they was really cheering for. They cheered for beating the Patriots at the loot. Lonnie, you know this. We cheer when we beat the Patriots, brother, because we lose to them for so many years consecutively. It feels like the Super Bowl when we finally beat them. So, going back to the original question, what J-Rob said, can this be a playoff contending team for 10 years to come with two at quarterback? Absolutely, yes. Now, winning a Super Bowl and making the playoffs is two totally different things because the Giants made the playoffs with Daniel Jones last year. See how that worked out for you. So, we understand making the playoffs and making a run and making a run in the playoffs – or two totally different things. We completely understand that. But with the question that you asked, J-Rob, and I'm just <laughs> answering, brother, for the next 10 years, for the next decade, easily make the playoffs with two as a quarterback year in, year out. Winning okay. a Super Bowl? Maybe not. But okay. being a playoff contending team, okay. yes. I, I, I honestly applaud his honesty, y'all. Applaud his honesty. Okay. First off, everybody was saying what the Dolphins this year was just how we were saying what Jalen Hurts last year with the 2022 Eagles. It all falls on Tua. If Tua plays well, they are Super Bowl contenders. Now, I'm about to have a Bama, Adrian Peterson, Jalen Hurts moment. I'm about to look into my – the Dolphins will never go win a Super Bowl with Tua at quarterback. You know what Tua looked like when that, that playoff game? Michael Penix versus Washington. And you know, you talk about his limitations because you know why they're never going to win. You mean versus He's Michigan, versus Michigan. Versus when, you Michigan. Pressure to him, he, when you get pressure to him, he can't, he can't, you can't, you can't do nothing with him. Why would you? The same way how we talk about we need to get rid of Dak with the Cowboys, it's about to start leaning that way with the Dolphins with Tua because you're not going to be able to win with him. This is 2024. We can't have quarterbacks that look statues. He can, He's not a good athlete. He's not limited. He got the weakest arm in the league. Why keep him? 
You have you have the USA track team. You got all these pieces around them, <laughs> and you can't win a playoff game. They was they was just competing for the first seed, and now they first they out of their first round. I don't know. We talk about Dak and the Cowboys and talking about we need to get rid of Dak. Tool on that? He, I don't know. He should get an extension. Dak, I don't know. You comparing someone in year four to someone in year ten? Okay, so Bamo, what is Tua ceiling then? His ceiling is any game manager you got. You y'all cheering for Jared Edge, bro? Don't do this, bro. Nah, leave Jared Edge he out of this. No, because because because, because, because I, but honestly, honestly, Jared Edge got a better arm. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to switch topic, topics real quick. But this is just gonna help my argument. Last year, what we were saying, I even got a viral clip on Players Choice Gridiron saying that, hey, we rate Jared Lock Golf lower than lower than what he should be. He's a he's a mid quarterback. He's a mid tier quarterback. And given the right circumstances and the situations, he possibly could do good for you. He possibly could help your team win or possibly make it to – y'all keep leaning on this arm talent. A, you you bring up all these track team receivers. What would happen when they was getting jammed and slipping up? And out there? Like, at the end of the day, bro. One time. No, 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 no. Nah, Lejarius was out there. Yeah, Lejarius was out there. He was outside. No, right, this is the second time they played. Hold on, Tyreek don't want to play the Chiefs. Gary definitely should have got all two consideration if you look at the numbers. Yeah, one of them picks two or three. They walked the safety down, show single high safety look. By the time they call height, he dropped back to cover two. When he threw the ball to Jalen Jalen Waddle, he threw that pick. But guess what? Jalen Waddle had a fucking blanket. He had that blanket. Crollo be putting on people when he take their power. Well, he had a whole blanket on him when he threw the whole thing. So I got one. So y'all sit there, y'all sit there and say he got trap teams. But when I see these boys, they get locked up. They get locked up. So I got one question. So so this so this is what y'all do. This is what y'all doing right now. When them boys start getting locked up with the intermediate game, y'all instantly run to this. Well, if Tua could throw deep, his receivers would be a lot better. It's like, bro, that, bro, that is Mm-mm. such the laziest argument oh, ever. Bro, Nobody's saying that. Mm-mm. But but Nobody's when you that. bring up his arm strength and you bring up he is letting his uh, receivers down, limited I can to- point to plays where his receivers is getting pr- – Bro, they was getting – not just Tyreek. Not just Tyreek, bro. It wasn't just Tyreek. Wait, hold on. It was Waddle. It was everybody they put out there. Because you know what you sound like right now, That shit was you sound like Justin. you sound like like people when they defend Justin Herbert. You talking about all these other things and not talking about how Tua played that game. Because he played terrible. He played like garbage. First of all, hold on. Hold on, Bama. I got one more question. I got one question. I'm going to ask everybody in this panel. We all think Tua is what? Top twelve. He's a game manager. J. Rob, G. Baby, Lonnie. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me why this a good exact one though. Man, I think he's a good one though. Tell me why this exact same man said that Tua was better than Josh Allen. So you're calling Tua a game changer, right? Who said Tua better than Josh? Allen? Haven't seen none of that ability <laughs> yes, yes, at all. Yes. You said he was better than Josh Allen. That's crazy, Bama. That's don't Josh Allen lose though? Huh? Don't don't Josh Allen lose? Josh Allen. He loses. He literally yes. loses his games. Did Tua not? Okay, but go ahead. But, but I was gonna say, but go ahead, G baby. Go Hold ahead. on, let's keep oh, no, going because like, I got we got one more. Time. We got another topic though, at one thirty. So just you know, a game keep that in mind. We're basically, calling Tua a game changer, and we've never seen Tua get, change the game. Besides one time when they played the Ravens in the comeback, we've never seen a big pressure moment Tua change the game, and especially in the playoffs. We haven't seen it. Does anybody so, else want to speak on this topic? Because yeah, I do want to. Move, I, just, I do want to move on. Yeah, because mine is just gonna be quick. All I'm gonna say. Is that because the question was, do we think Tua can be competitive? And when I hear competitive, I don't mean these little, oh, you'll just make the playoffs, but you'll be a first round exit. 
I mean, like, technically, as we said from this year, no, contenders, contenders. No, yeah, because obviously anybody who makes the playoffs has a chance. This year alone just showed us that. However, when I think competitive, the reason why I don't think he's going to be competitive is because let's be real. Mm -hmm. The top dogs that he's going to have to go through every year regardless all play in the cold. Mm. They all play in the cold. And the same, the same criticisms y'all had about Drew Brees playing in the cold is the same thing with Tua, just on worse scale. It's the Bama, same that was, thing. That was the coldest game Tua has ever played in and his I, life. But, but understand, the playoffs are always in January. NFL playoffs are in January every year. It's mm-hmm. going to be cold in January cold. every yeah, year. But, but that's the thing, though. If he, if he gets cold. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Let Redell go. Let Redell go because he raised his hand. Let him, I'm not going to let him yeah. go. I don't want to do him like I that. just want to say <laughs> something. I also got some interesting stat, like, when it comes to Tua in the cold. And, and I kind of feel for him. This is why I'm going to bring this out. Tua, when it's under 70 degrees. It, <laughs> oh, no 70 degrees? He's yeah. backing up the temp. No, dude, Riddell, chill. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna come full circle with this. Don't worry. When it's under 70 degrees, two was six and 13. When it's over 70 Crazy. degrees, he's 23 and four. So warm weather quarterback. Hey, hey, Tua. As a fellow Polynesian, I feel you. I sympathize. With you. <laughs> we don't, we don't deal with the cold. We hate the cold. So you know, I, I'm here with Tua. We are hot blooded by nature. So, hey, man, Tua's. When it comes down to January, he's never gonna be that guy. But hey, man! Early on the season, when it's warmer, it's pretty good. That's that's the only thing I want to say oh, about Tua. So Let me ask you. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Do all y'all really want to talk about Tua? Because it's time to get into the Eagles. Nah, I'm gonna be got, quick. I got, I got, yeah, I got filet mignon to make real quick. Ooh, so that's why I'm saying, like, Eagles. I think Eagles. most of us kind of already know what Tua is. I'm so if, like, yeah, bro, you I had a bad week in Alabama, bro. Y'all can relax, bro. I thought I said Tua. I'm being delusional. I think Tua is a guy who needs everything to go right to win games. He's not a guy like what I said. It's different between quarterbacks who can win you games. When everything's going wrong, when the defense playing bad or the watches are dropping, like we saw Patrick Mahomes, he won you that game. Two was not that guy. He needs to have everything go right. His defense has to play well. His wide receivers have to play well. His running back, he needs all that, and he needs warm weather too. But in saying that, if everything does go right, he can still get you to a Super Bowl because one, if they have home field advantage in Miami throughout the playoffs, it's going to be warm, so he can get you there if everything also, falls right in the circle. So, Jalen, he's Samoan awesome. Brock Party. Two. <laughs> I got two things. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. One. Uh, Bama said that basically that you know he's still getting the ball to Tariq, but let's be real. Riddell could throw the ball to Tariq and give him twelve hundred yards in that Secret Service suit he's wearing. He could wear that Secret Service suit every game and give him twelve to fifteen hundred yards. That's one. Two. Yes. Bama is a Alabama fan. Listen to Bama's advice on quarterback play is like listen to a homeless person's advice on financial security. It's <laughs> null and void. He doesn't know how to represent the looks of a quarterback. He doesn't know what a quarterback supposed to look like. So let's move forward. Well, I'll I'll vote for Lamar Jackson, and he's been he been treating me nice. Facts, facts. So let me okay. So for this next topic, uh, random and Lonnie, y'all set the tone because y'all sacrificed, and I appreciate that. That's called being team players. That's what it takes to win. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Birds. We go, we're not talking about the Buccaneers, though, Random. This is about the no, Eagles. I got though. you. We'll wait till tomorrow. I promise you the Bucs will definitely get talked about. It's a good topic mm-hmm. for tomorrow, too. I promise you. We will get to them Buccaneers. But the Eagles lose to the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. <clears throat> the Eagles start the year 10-1, and one, completely fall off at the end of the year, only won one game in that stretch, go out the way they go out in the playoffs. What is going on, Philadelphia? What changes need to be made? What fixes need to be made in order for the birds to get back to what they were? Go ahead, Random. 
they're lining you There's after. something about the Eagles playing the Bucks in the playoffs that just don't work out for Philadelphia. Whether it was because uh, I just I, I watched this documentary about the 2002, uh, the 2002 Bucks team that won the Super Bowl, and how they came into uh, the vet and shut it down. But this, it's like the culmination of everything that Early was saying all year about the Eagles that we started saying about uh, Jalen Hurts at the end of the season. This is one of those things where, like, when you really look at the Eagles, there this is a very old team. Was it Brandon Graham? Oh, Jason Kelsey just retired. Just retired. Yep. Yeah, there's another person I'm forgetting. Like these, the, the Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. Cox, another one. Mm-hmm. These people have been with their team for over a decade, and now you're asking these questions. Did Shaq Leonard even play yesterday? Where, where was Shaq Leonard? I was. I asked in the Telegram. I Ooh. couldn't find him. Ooh, where was he Cox. at? <laughs> but so, didn't, so, didn't, Shaq, didn't Shaq Leonard really come off a bad injury though? Mm-hmm. Was 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 he really supposed to play for real? For real? I, I was just yeah, asking because uh, well, I, I just didn't see I him mean, at you all. You had Nick Murr out there. I would hope he would. No, no, him. no. I'm I'm asking a legit question too, though, because I, I I get what you're saying, but that injury he had, that's why a lot of because random, he was like arguably top top two top three linebacker in the league. Oh, for mm-hmm. real. Then he had that injury. Yeah. Nobody like literally everybody was like, yeah, I'm good. So the fact that the Cowboys and the Eagles wanted to take a chance on him, it just made me think like. Because one thing I know about football players, J-Rob, you know this, NFL mm-hmm. players is even magnified. Them boys play with a lot of bullshit injuries that you shouldn't be playing with. For like, sure. Like, a lot of injuries that you shouldn't be playing with. And what I be knowing with them NFL dudes, they play with, like, real catastrophic stuff to where us mere mortals will just be out of commission for a while. But them boys, like, literally play through it. So that just made me think, like, maybe he just wasn't as good as – he thought he well, was. I know. I know. He wanted to play when he when he was in Indy, but Indy was like, "No, take time, rest," and that's why he's like, "Release me then, so I can go play somewhere." So I know mm-hmm. that was a big reason for his release. But when you look at that team now, you're left with questions because man, Shane Steichen, they really missing him in Philly right now, you know. And 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 now you're you're sitting there asking questions that at least maybe I feel this way. If they do decide to fire Sirianni, maybe that's the place because because. Uh, Jay Robert said yesterday, this could be the most important offseason of our lifetime. Yeah, a lot of big names lifetime. in the coaching circle. A lot right of now. big names everywhere. Sure, sure. So now, so now the Eagles, you have to ask yourself a question. Sirianni did take it to the Super Bowl last year, but you don't got coaching candidates like this that that often who can do something, who can really be some. All you got, and and you make good choices in the draft. So is is Kingman Sirianni really worth it? You already got to fix that back in. You already got to fix that back in. Bradbury, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know. I don't know what to do with you. Like, you get – if you was me, I need to look at your contract, and then you might get cut because now because I'm missing CJ. You got a lot of questions about this Eagles team that you need to answer. What's going on with A.J. Brown? All of a sudden, he, he, he didn't play. He deleted all the Eagles stuff off his social media. What's going on? Now you got to deal with that. So, so – I mean, I think because AJ Brown is the only person player on the team who called out the bullshit on every on both sides of the football. So it's just one of those mm. things where he can come to like, the like, like I think I think uh, Jalen said maybe they needed something because maybe they needed some kind of something happened at one point. Guys, the Eagles were ten and one. They were ten and mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and to th- this is one of the worst collapses of all time. Like, you know why they were ten and one? Can I tell you why they were ten and one? Because Jalen Hurts made a lot of plays for them late in games, but depending on who you ask, let them tell it. They're gonna tell you that he's one of the reasons why they losing games. But I'm gonna just let you know right now, 
they some of them games they won, they survived. They ain't really win the game. They just they made it out of there alive, brother. Can I also piggyback this too? Elani, go quick. ahead after uh, Bama or uh, Red Dove. You, you can, you can go after this. J-Raw J- 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 struck my soul with this, bro, because y'all know I was a, I was a I was a Jalen Hurts hater, bro. I cannot let y'all do that young brother like this right they now. They doing him filthy, go. bro. I can't I wait. Say what I gotta say, Nick Sariani need to be on the hot seat. If you look at, he's supposed to be an offensive genius, and it was me. Even last year, I gave him credit with how he put the weapons around Jalen Hurts and made him better and help his development. If you look at his play call, that is some of the most basic play. So the, I, this is what I want to say. The reason why the Rams are able to do what they do, they have a Talented receiving room, but Sean McVay still schemes them boys up. Puka and Cup. That's why they constantly had them absurd numbers. That's why they're able to get all them thousand-yard receivers on the same team in the same season. Because even though those guys are very talented, McVay just doesn't do that arrogant shit. Just be like, hey, man, go out here and win your one-on-one. Even though Cooper Cup and Puka are capable of consistently winning 1v1s over and over and over again. He still draws up nice plays for him. He stacks them. He motions them. He do he he puts them in different areas to succeed. If you look at how the Eagles went out there, they basically said, "Hey, Devontae Smith, line up, bro. If you can blow by him, or if you can run it out or dig and get it and beat him, please do." Jalen hit him. He don't give Jalen nothing to work with. He don't give him no motions. He don't give him no. He don't give him nothing to work with. What we see these other quarterbacks work with, and then soon as it don't go right, that's. Everybody, all oh, Jalen not doing what he need to do. One hit one during all of this. It, 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 it's wild, but for me, I'm looking at the play call. This is it's just boring. It looked like Bill O'Brien with Alabama out there. They run some boring ass shit and be like, hey man, when you match up, hopefully the quarterback, hey, do do what you do. And that's so unfettered, Jalen. Like what, like what you said, J Rob. Them 10 wins solely came off of him. Whether it was a tush push, whether it was him finding somebody in the back, AJB, Devonta, whoever it was, it all boiled down to Jalen answering that call when they put it put it in his hands. When it further went on, it's like they took the game further and further away from him and, and digressed with their play calling. It's just it, it was just completely unfair. That was that was bad, bro. Mm-hmm. To go out there and lose to the Bucks, I don't care what nobody say. Go out there and lose to the Bucks like that. That's strictly on the coach. You yeah. can't you can't lose no team. Like oh, that, uh, so one, one last thing. Yeah, yeah one last thing. So Troy Aikman said it mid broadcast. It looked like the Eagles didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like this was a play. Like this was a bowl game where a whole bunch of these kids are going to the NFL. It was embarrassing what they've done. That's why I'm sitting like Bama. If they fired Sirianni by the end of this week, I wouldn't be surprised. You can't go out there in a playoff game and look like that. You just can't. No, I agree. Go ahead, Lonnie. Y'all covered a lot of the points I wanted to make, but there's y'all missed a few. The reason why Sirianni should probably be fired is because he let Matt Patricia, that <laughs> terrorist, <laughs> uh, he, you saw what he did to my team on offense and defense. You saw what he did, but he let Matt Patricia be like the acting DC. They have the talent on the roster. They traded for what Kevin Biard from the Tennessee Titans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bradbury, we all know, is a terrorist. He needs to leave. I don't know why they. I don't want. I don't know why they kept him out there. Slay needs to move over to safety or something like some Charles Woodson type stuff for the rest of his career. Prayers up for for him after that injury. But also, what Ben was saying, but to go even deeper into it. Why is Brian Johnson 
getting so many head coaching job interviews with what we've seen this whole season. Because that was like some of the most boring, generic mm-hmm. offense, offensive mm-hmm. schemes that we've seen. We see how far Jalen fell off. Yeah, he was injured, but we saw like the the level of offense, offensive scheme from this year to last year, completely different. So I don't get why Bienemy's not getting more interviews. Raheem Morris is, but Brian Johnson should not be getting all these head coaching interviews with the product that he displayed. Because also the run game, yeah, it was solid, but there still was very little creativity with the run game. They need more. They need new linebackers. They mm-hmm. definitely need another corner, unless they want to like, unless they trust the Georgia corners that they drafted. Um, and yeah, they definitely need a new offensive play call. I don't know what Sirianni's job is as a head coach because I thought he was able to call plays, but mm-hmm. apparently he's not. So they need to, they need to figure out the. It's mainly <laughs> I feel like the coaching staff and Jalen Hurts okay. all years what led to all this, but yeah, they need to mm-hmm. figure all that out. Go ahead, early. Um, I mean, I was right. I didn't believe in the Eagles. I watched the games, um, a lot of close games. I'll give Jalen Hurts a break on on the fact that look, he ain't a terrible quarterback, but <clears throat> I just do feel like a lot of situations that um that they that they that he had to clean up, he kind of put himself into. Um, but all in all, he's still he's he was hurt towards the end of the season, but I, I just didn't believe in the Eagles defense. Um, a lot of them games they won. Reason why Brian Johnson's getting interviewed because they went eleven to six, man. They went ten to one starting the season. So, yeah, I, I, I never believed in the Eagles. You know, watching their game. So I, I'm just happy that they finally came to the you know light and everybody can see what I saw. Go ahead, Trent. Quick, y'all. Um, I mean, I mean, I thought they was gonna lease win a wild card game. Like I wasn't expecting. Like this mm-hmm. happened is crazy. I mean, I mean James Giant. I mean, I said James Giant. James Bradbury, former Giants, my dog, but. Yeah, he ain't. He's just, he's, he had a horrible game. It's been, it's been packing for him all season. But um, I think Nick Seriani, yeah, you got to go. Brian Johnson, shout, shout out, out to Tyson, Tyson. Yeah. Must say, he want to offer me at Florida. That's I, that's my guy. But he's, that play calling is terrible. Keep calling these bubble screens on second and 20, third and 20. I'm sick of, like, the play calling is bad. I ain't really going to get on Jalen Hurts too, too much because I feel like when this situation is like 60 40, like the play calling yeah, is bad. Nah, no, I don't see anything. It was just loading up. Mm-hmm. What was it? I want y'all to see this. I want y'all to see this if it come up, but this is not coming up yet, then. Because I just want to show you how bad some of this nonsense is. It's not loading, then. Go ahead, finish well, your- nah, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, they just got a lot of stuff doing the offseason, but it's really just the coaching, though, because I think, because the team, they have one of the most talented teams in the league. One of the most talented oh, offenses. question. And so, without like, question. the fact that they're, the fact that they only won one game out of like seven. Like the like the back average season, and then you lose to the Bucks. That's sad, bro. That's just pitiful. And I, and I also want to touch on this too, because people kept trying to crucify in the chat Jalen Hurst throwing checkdowns on third and nine. To highlight what Trent said, when you throwing screens and shit all game, bro, it does not let your eye. So I don't know if y'all saw like the little Cam two ahead up there when he was showing you how he run practice and what the quarterback sees. When you're not throwing deep or intermediate routes, you can't get enough rhythm to start seeing that down the field. So when it's a crucial time later in the game and you've been throwing short shit all game, it's going to be very hard to see deep that routes down the field. So Jalen Hurts throwing that check down, that's pretty much off the game plan what they gave him. That's really all. He, I felt so bad for that dude. That's Can pretty I- much all he could see based off the rhythm they established for him. That that game call, that dude needs Can to be gone. 
Can I just show? You? Let me see if I can get this on the stage. Okay, here we go. This is what I want y'all to see, fellas, because this is this right here. Let me take my glasses off because I'm gonna give some of those some of you people who don't know like conceptual football. I just want to show you what's going on in this picture and why I've I've said about this play calling all year on the remedial end, but I'm gonna show you how bad this is, fellas. In chat, please just just bear with me real quick. And this is what Jalen Hurts been dealing with all season. So just understand. Well, this day right here, right? This person in the middle of the field with his green spaces, that's the ref, obviously. So the ref is not in the game. So that means there's no there's no middle of the field defender. This is clearly man on man on the outside or in the circle where it's red, man on man on the outside. So it's probably cover zero because there's nobody up top. There's no safety. Usually, if you get in a cover zero. That means let's see how many let's see how many people are on the line. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six defenders. Mm-hmm. There's six uh six offense uh, blockers for the Eagles. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. There are seven seven blockers seven rushers in the box for the Buccaneers. Loaded box, loaded box. So with this information, you know you got some. You know the mid, the middle of the field is wide open. Mm-hmm. The outside of receivers running a vertical route, vertical route, and I don't know what these two guys on the outside are doing. I guess one guy's running the fade, and they're running slot fade with two verticals. I want you to guys to know, in the history of football, this is never going to get it done. This is JV-level football, and the fact that a NFL-level coordinator, and this is the saddest part, fellas, there's a free hitter coming at Jalen. So you know what that means? This this space with Devontae Smith one-on-one in the slot, you get him a quick slant or something, a hot route, in this one-on-one situation, they <clears> the <throat> touchdown, Devontae Smith hitting his head on the goalpost. But this offense is so remedial compared to what it was this season before, and I've been showing you how remedial this thing has been all year, but I want you to know, if you peep, what the 49ers did and what every other did the rest of the way, Trent, you watch all 22s, they playing cover one and press man all day long running. And you have A.J. Brown just running hitches and comebacks and then all vertical. The coaching is at a at an all-time minimum. Now, Jalen Hurts definitely did not play phenomenal. It didn't look like the MVP from last year. But the talent level, to me, didn't really change much offensively. The only thing that looked like to change to me was the goddamn scheme. And it has not looked good at all. And as much as we could say Jalen Hurt has been hurt and things of that nature, listen, we we Joe Burrow played hurt. Quarterbacks going to play hurt. They're making $200 million plus dollars. That's just the name of the beast. Bama already explained to y'all, a lot of these NFL players is playing through injuries that we're not playing through. Baker Mayfield won a playoff game against the Eagles with bruised ribs and a sprained ankle. And I promise you he took a shot. That's why he's smelling salt in himself before he go back out there. So that's all I want to put out there for the Jalen Hurdings. I'm not going to I'm not going to violate. And fellas, you know what the saddest part? They running press zero. They running zero man, fellas. No drag route, no slant, no crossers, no picks. Nothing. No pick play, no, no none of that. No man, no man beaters at all. I can't, I can't tell you how a quarterback succeeds in that. Also, this too. Also, this too. I'm sorry. I got to call out Quez Watkins, Devontae Smith, that tight end that was out there. For them, it's got to be on them. Because for that dude to not have no hot route, J-Rock, bro, you know that's an instant check. J-Rock, we go up to the huddle. 
We see we see seven people on the line of scrimmage, bro. Come they on, are on bro. Trent. They was on Come the on, line, bro. my nigga. Like yeah, this one on one, bro. This is one on one. Disguising it. It's yeah, that, this... Hey, bro, we about to sit in the house and we one on one on the outside. There's no we shell, no back, shell. Trent. Them dudes is instantly finna be like, hey, yo, 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 hot, hot, hot. Even the receivers even look, look supposed to yeah. look and be like, hey, I'm hot, I'm hot. Yeah, hot route is a look and see that. Your hot route is a 15-yard out, Bama. That's your hot route, a 15-yard out. If you go back to that picture J-Rod put up, he put a question mark by those two outside receivers. Bro, I almost lost it, bro. I was like, bro, it's no way. It's no way, bro. It's no way, bro. I know how football go. I know how football go. The NFL is not that much more intricate. I know a hot route was supposed to be in there. That's an elementary blitz look. And, and the sad part is, fellas, they didn't hide it. They did not they didn't hide, hide it. it. Early, what you said? They didn't hide it. Smitty isn't a number one. That's why. Hold on, hold on, G, baby, because you might not be able to come in on this. I gotta, we got to get to the Super Chat on. Both great players, but did the Lions screw up not drafting Gonzo? No, I would say I think no, Gibbs is, I think Gibbs is I like, working and out. I, and, I like, and I like Brian Branch. Brian Branch has been very underrated for how he's been this year. And then Sal Savelli, what would be the dream Super Bowl matchup this year for y'all as far as storylines? And matchups at this point, I think Ravens 49 is the rematch, the rematch. for sure. Yeah. yeah, the rematch. Um, G baby, go ahead. Yeah, I know we gotta go. I just I gotta I gotta make an announcement to the chat at the end. So I need yeah, you to that's, yeah, that's fine. I'm not gonna take too long. So because I was originally gonna sit here and be like, I get Nick Sirianni was bad this year. What does he do? But I don't think you could fire him. And then I remembered how much of a child he is. <laughs> then I remembered how a grown man acts so petty and a child not becoming of a head coach to where your quarterback has to tell you to chill. Has to tell yeah, you I, rem- I remember that. Yeah, I remember and, that. And clips are resurfacing after mm-hmm. eight. And then the clips are resurfacing of when they beat the Chiefs. Him yeah, he's in the camera. In the tunnel. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. He's a child. Yeah, shut up, Chiefs. Also, fans. too, y'all talking about you guys, are, you guys basically let it in perfect. Brian Johnson. You know who's in, you know he's only been in the NFL for three years. What? And he's the OC. What? And he's, he's only been in the a graphic came up on the screen. Third year in the NFL, first season as OC. How is he calling? Mm. What? What? Why is he Nick Sirianni and, and and shout out to Trey because he helped me confirm this. Nick Sirianni is under the Frank Reich era, so he's technically a Doug Peterson disciple. Mm-hmm. He's technically under that tree. Shout out to my guy Dougie P. Shout out Dougie P. And he does sure. get him a get him a and dog Siri- at quarterback. He'll be good. Nasty. And Sirianni does nothing. <laughs> Sirianni does nothing. But I will say this: like, what does he do? Can he I just comment nothing. on that? I always tell y'all though, I don't look at my coaches based off who they are. My head coach is strictly off them X's and O's. Because if you, it's still up to him to hire them coordinators. Now he needs to know them X's and O's for sure. But I do agree. He needs to figure out better adjustments. But I think it's okay to have coordinators and things do their no, job. That's fine. Ellen, but if your coordinators aren't doing their job, you David. as the head coach, that's why he did the math. But I will say last part, and shout out to AJ Brown. It also needs to be a personnel concern too, fellas. Let's just be completely honest on the on the defensive end. Them linebackers, linebackers. Not, it, not it. It's one of the worst linebacking groups I've Corners ever seen. Corners, too. They're, they're too old. James Bradbury's unwillingness to tackle in James Bradbury. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. The you, whole bro. team. I can't, I can't play corner to the NFL level that you could play at. But James Bradbury. I'm sorry, Riddell. You're probably not going to get to go because I got to make this announcement. So I'll no, you're good. You're good. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll, I'll let you get it off on the next show because that just didn't good, 
James Bradbury, as one football player to another, I don't care that I don't play. And if I promise you my effort on them tackles would have been way better. Mm. Your effort to go make tackles with the hopes and dreams of Philadelphia, the fan base, your teammates, that effort tackling was piss poor. And I know corners don't want to be big hitters and things of that nature, but your job is still to get the guy on the ground and your effort in Florida conditions, you're in Florida, Tampa Bay, and your decision to tackle absolutely awful. And I think you'll get better from it, but that was a terrible display of effort. And most of your other players too. But to be honest, the way people have talked about you, you could come into this game and make a name for yourself and change the narrative. And I think you just let people double down on it. So definitely need to be better. Uh, Now, announcement time before we slide. Me and Bama are bringing a new element to the press box. Fellas, we've already discussed this with y'all, but we got to let the chat know. So, chat, y'all know that we have a ranking system. To this week, rankings is at zero. But now we're doing it even bigger. Press box is Monday Night Raw. Open field is the new NXT. And so how we plan on doing it with these rankings is we're going to put the power of the panel back in the chat's hands. So with that being said, Every week after the rankings come out, me and Bam are going to take the bottom two finishers in the rankings for the press box, and we're going to take the top two finishers in open field. And we're going to take them two to start every show, every new rankings, every new date. There will be a head-to-head clash. What is it? A three-minute battle? Three-minute battle? Three-minute battle, I think best two out of three. Quick battles. You got to be concise and bring that eight. Three-minute battles, best two out of three to start the shows. The chat votes on the winners and losers. Now, chat, please be objective. Do not take your bias for any panelists. We are asking you. That's act. Me and Bama are truly asking you to pick strictly on who has the best take in that moment. But it's a way for us to keep these guys hungry. And so maybe some new faces to come through the cracks and shine. So I just want to make sure y'all know to look out for that. Make sure I keep these boys humble. And fellas, welcome back to the press box, boys. Welcome back, back, baby. Welcome back. Chat, we love you. We see you later. Bama, you want to say anything in the chat before I end the stream? You muted. You muted. You muted. 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 You don't want to say nothing, huh? You muted, Bama. Bama. Tell me, you hey, he's Bama. out here dropping a speech, bro. Can't hear nothing. Oh, shit. I'm go muted. ahead, bro. Yeah, bro. You know me, McNasty, bro. I got a little podcast I got coming on where I talk about more than just sports, man. We talk about everything, mm-hmm. relationship advice, females, you know what I'm saying? The entertainment, all that. I'm gonna drop the link in the chat and them Discord soon, bro. I'm gonna need y'all to come over there and run that up, start liking. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can hop on with us. We're gonna have females up in there, man. So y'all boys need to. You know, calm down, bro. I know a lot of you right. cats need to see the opposite sex a little bit. So mm. we gonna we gonna have them coming on giving y'all advice on how to get a girl. It's the best advice. Why not know how to get a girl from a girl? You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, dog, come over there, come check us out. I'm gonna drop them links in them Discord, some chats. But yes, help us run it up. Yes, sir. We'll see y'all later. Go see our yeah. Black Sensei Society tonight, 9 30. You dig? Yes, sir.